Are you prepared for life's unexpected twists and turns? Lockdowns, natural disasters, power outages, or any situation that makes it tough to get your hands on a good meal. Time waits for no one, and neither do emergencies. PetePrepStore.com is the ultimate in long-term emergency food preparedness and supplies. You're not just buying food, you're buying peace of mind. Our meals are designed to be nutritious, delicious, and have a 25-year shelf life. Yes, you heard that right. 25 years. We source high-quality non-GMO ingredients and use advanced freeze-drying technology to lock in taste and nutrients. Forget last-minute runs to the grocery store. Pete Prep Store is a click away and delivers right to your doorstep. Why risk the well-being of you and your loved ones? With Pete Prep Store, you're always prepared. Make the smart choice today. Visit PetePrepStore.com and place your order today. This isn't just food, it's your lifeline in times of crisis. Don't wait for an emergency to prepare. Be proactive. PetePrepStore.com. Be prepared. Be secure. Be ready. Always. What is our common bond truly? Freedom. Freedom! Without freedom, you can't be a Christian no matter what denomination you belong to. You can't be a Buddhist. You can't own a donut shop. You can't drive from here to Oregon. You can't be an American because that's what it's all about. And it's the only thing that it's all about. Nothing else. Nothing else. It's about freedom. There's a time to pray, and there's a time to stand. Come on, come on! Come on, come on! Click, click, boom! I'm coming down on the stereo, baby, on the radio! Click, click, boom! the boats on their knees i mean that says a picture about america that i haven't seen oh yeah, yeah. wow okay welcome to the the, the pizza and tea show i'm going to go ahead and speak in this language from south america noticias uh, uh preguntas um uh, pollo uh, for my good friend in Espanol, okay? We're going to change the conservative flavor of this to a communist South American type of a dialect, okay? Okay. Welcome to everybody. Deb Jordan, I want you to speak to me and roll your R's, please, because we're going to change <laughs> things. Now that we have 10 million people that speak like this, in the country, my country, okay? We want you to speak like this now, okay? <laughs> uh, you could be Fox News one day and um, uh, Noticias Preguntas de Piernas de Pollo the next day, okay? <laughs> what do you think, huh? What do you think? Uh, Very interesting, huh? Mi, mi chiquita. 
Ah, welcome to Fox News. Hmm? Ay, ay, ay. Ah, what do you think? What do you think? <laughs> huh? I, I found oh, it interesting. I will oh, tell you that. Oh, Dave Jordan, welcome. I speak like this. We used to speak English last week at the previous debate. Now we speak, well, you know. Huh? Mm-hmm. Yes. I, could I be any browner than I am right now? Rico's going to get mad at you. We're going to open the border and just start <laughs> speaking like this at the presidential election. Yes. Mm -hmm. Huh? Welcome to Fox News. <laughs> well, I have to tell you, uh, I didn't watch the debate. You didn't. I watched clips of the debate. You of don't course. Hmm? I was not going to give Fox News a click, hmm. but you know, I mean, I've seen, I've seen uh, the clips of it, and and what I was watching for was the reaction hmm. of some of the influencers out there, right? Yeah, who were watching it very closely, and uh, from what I understand, from all of the reactions that I saw on both sides of the aisle was it was awful and it was a you know sh show right mm -hmm. i did watch clips where they were like they were all talking all at once and they were just all over each other <clears throat> and it was just chaotic and all the clips that i saw were were of course they went after donald trump and chris christie and um, what's his name, Ron DeSantis, were basically just going back and forth saying the same thing, you know, that Trump should be here, he's missing in action. And uh, at one point, Chris Christie calls Donald Trump, um, he calls him Donald Duck because he says that he's ducking the, the debates. It was a terrible, it just, it was flat. It, it came across flat. He had, you know, there were some never Trumpers in the audience last night. I noticed that they made sure that there were people there that were going to clap for such things. Mm. And then, like you said, we had, um, we had someone there who was really, um, she was at times very hard to understand, you know, the, because her, that's very kind of you. Where her dialect was so heavy, you know that, what? That, that was really hard to understand. Um, from the clips that I was seeing, was it was hard to understand sometimes what she was conveying, the questions she was asking, you know. But you know, <laughs> from what I understand, it it uh, it it went over terribly bad, mm. and. Uh, well, I and, thought interesting Gavin Newsom was there in the audience. And Stuart Varney said, I'd like to welcome my counterpatriot, uh, Miss Frickin' Jimmy Chonga. Oh, I'm sorry, Miss uh, no, whatever. He couldn't yeah, pronounce her name. He's like, he called her some frickin' dish. Well, it, you know. Some it, like uh, Mexican. Like he's ordering off a menu. We had right? two women. Um, one could barely speak English. The mm. other one spoke English. But mm. uh, Stuart Varney of course, with his English accent. And yeah. I was like, oh my goodness, yeah. you know? 
it's more of a it looks like more it looked or felt like more of a formula that they have come up with for diversity right than anything else you know they had a person of color she was a woman they had an englishman and then they had you know the fox and, news and then potty. what's her name dana jacked up face yeah okay she had those halloween eyes Mm-hmm. you know I, yeah, bet she has a, I bet you she has a pentagram for a tramp stamp. <laughs> you huh? think? Oh, Somewhere yeah. on her body. Huh? Somewhere on her body is, is probably on her heart, no doubt. She is just awful. I mean, uh, Fox News. Uh, can, I, can I read the post that I made last night? Sure. Uh, on Twitter? I'm going to, here, here it is. Uh, by the way, if you're offended, I don't care. I'm going to read it anyway. Mm -hmm. It's not obscene. It's just the best way to describe my feelings. Um, because, like Dana Perino with those black eyes are just ah, creepy, you know? I was thinking of, you know, candy corn on Halloween. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I just caught a rewind of the Fox News debate coverage. I watched Trump, to be honest with you. I watched his can speech we, can we in play Michigan. Tr can we play Trump? Oh, I thought you were going to. I thought that yeah. was going to take oh, yeah. some okay. of the time this morning to those people yeah, who yeah, missed to. it. Yeah. And, you know, are, mm -hmm. it was it was really actually very good. Mm -hmm. And um, he had he had a great crowd in Michigan. There were only so many people who could get into the to the uh, the plant. Mm -hmm. And um, it's good to see him getting back to his back to the roots of campaigning right and doing doing um you know where he's in the manufacturing plant you know and the car parts are behind him on the shelf i kind of liked it mm. but um there you know there were several hundred people on the inside of the building of course but there were thousands of people outside uh, and the streets as he was coming in i've seen all the clips of of everyone lining the streets welcoming him to uh to michigan so um i watched i watched that and then i watched some of um uh, what is his name raheem kasam kasam yes i like him <laughs> I, just, I watched his interview with trump that mm. he that he uh, also posted last night which was very good and then um you know, watched a little bit of the Tucker Carlson and uh, what's his face, Bill O'Reilly. You know, and not one of my favorite things that Tucker has done, right? But no. uh, but it was interesting. It was interesting. I did not watch the debate. I was not going to give it the click. I wasn't going to do it. I'm going to hold fast to my uh, my Fox News boycott. But there were some interesting things out there, like the meme team, Billy's meme team. Got to give them congrats because they were watching very closely Ron DeSantis' facial expressions, right? <laughs> and he and Ron DeSantis was doing that creepy and looking into the camera all sexual, you know, like a <clears throat> like a '70s porn star or something. I mean. It just it was creepy he did it several times and they 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 were on top of that you know together, something are, wrong with that guy Michigan, and, right? uh, well as we've we're at an
Uh, there he is, Brian Glenn. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So overall, I mean, I watched a lot, but you know, the, the debate, I knew it was going to be terrible. I knew it was going to be awful. Uh, Nikki Haley got into some, uh, shouting match from what I understand with Vivek. Yeah. Uh, Vivek, uh, uh, he ultimately comes out the winner of these debates and it's not saying much, right? His hair was all wompy. I mean, his hair was like he's up got to here. He's got the most cartoonish forehead I've ever seen in my entire <laughs> life. Doesn't he? Oh, man. But he's mm -hmm. gotten to the point now where he's just, you know, he's showing up and saying the same things over and over and over again. And that's another thing about the debate. These these people really, and, and of course, Pence was robotic, that old school robotic, uh, GOP you know warmongering. What? They're all warmongering, actually, can, except for uh, Vivek. You know what? Can I can I do something first? Hmm? Yeah. Yeah. Let me let me do this. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a little modification here. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Um. Did you, you saw the opening? Correct. I saw the Is opening. Is there anybody that did not watch? That's the first clip the, that was put out there, Pete, was the opener. Mm. And Simon Achiba, I think is how you pronounce his name. Um, he, you know, he put that, he put the very first clip that I saw. And they did, they do this opener. And because they're at the Reagan Library, they are, um, and I've got that clip in there for you. If you want to show everybody. They, they're talking about Ronald Reagan. You know, they're, uh, it's centered around Ronald, Ronald Reagan. Their opener is, Can't and yeah. And wait till you guys see, stop it when you see it, Pete. So people can just really soak in what Fox knit did hmm. to Donald Trump last night. And, and it was very subtle and it happened very quickly, but Simon picked up on it. And I was like, oh my gosh, those bastards you know mm -hmm. it's like it's like putting um remember when they used to do um videos of of the of white extremists and they'd put it next to al-qaeda <laughs> put put somebody in the militia put their picture up next to somebody in al <laughs> an al-qaeda terrorist yeah. Yeah. Remember when they used to do that? It was a big thing. They did that forever. You know, yeah. every, and it, it was just a mind screw, right? You so, want, you want yeah. to play this? Yeah. It All was right. pretty surprising. Let's do this. Uh, whether or not you've seen it, just everybody feel free to comment. It's, it's awkward. It's painful, but um, you have to watch it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there we go. Oh, really? Are you really going to do that to me? Hello? What is that? <laughs> oh. oh my gosh. Hmm? Really? I feel bad for Rumble. You know? Why? 
Because they had to associate themselves with that crap that went on, you know? By the way, Rumble Cloud just uh, was introduced last night. Mm -hmm. I can't wait to jump on that. I know. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm starting to say, what is this? Hold on. <laughs> what are we showing they here? They said there was milliseconds left. Hold on. Three seconds for a fall. Oh, there. Text 80810 to enter to win today. Okay. In the last debate, that you would use U.S. attorneys to prosecute crimes, local prosecutors won't. But they are stretched as well, and they could not handle all of the lawlessness, the shoplifting, all the carjackings, the armed robberies. They're all surging. Progressive prosecutors were elected by their constituents, and they can't be fired by a president. So what would you do to end the revolving door of criminality? Well, look, Dana, the what is this? All the carjackings. Law and order back. Huh? <laughs> I don't know Keeping what you're doing. Further. You're... Oh my God. Thank you, Governor. Fast forwarding. Here it is. Welcome to the second Republican debate of the. <laughs> California. Boy. We're inside the spectacular Air Force One Pavilion, where the stage is set for a showdown. I'm Stuart Varney of Fox Business, and I am thrilled to be sitting alongside my co-moderators, Fox News Channel Dana Perino and Ilya Calderon. Calderon. Jimmy Tonga. Sorry. Good evening. Thank you. Thank you, Stuart. Uh, President Reagan, you, Stuart. I used to describe America as a shining city on a hill, and tonight. It's not a CD. <laughs> okay? Give me some freaking chips with the salsa. Okay? Oh, boy. What? Jeez. <laughs> oh, huh? Mm. Did you spill enchilada sauce on your neck? What she got on her neck? What is that? I don't know. What? Get that chick a bib. Right. Seven candidates will make the case they should be the one to lead that city into a brighter tomorrow. But first, they have to convince you, the voter. You know what? I think this is fake. You know why? Why? <clears throat> because when you go to Mexico, okay, they speak better freaking English than that. <laughs> okay? Do yeah. you think I'm joking? No, I don't. I'm like, hey, man, where are you from? They're like, hey, Los Angeles. You know, they speak better freaking English. <laughs> Then this girl, this is just way over the top. And she's got that freaking enchilada sauce on her neck. It's really over the top. It's over the top, mm -hmm. you know. I mean, why are they doing that? Why? Oh, because we have George Soros open borders. That's mm. why, right? Please allow me to welcome our Spanish-speaking audience. Muy buenas noches a todos. Desde la biblioteca residencial. You know what else? Hold on a second. When you tune in, oh, sorry. When you when you tune in to Hispanic television, hot. I mean, like, right? Really hot. Did you, you know this, right? Mm. 
I don't watch Spanish television. I did. I spent 619 days at the uh, Motel 6, and yeah. I used to watch the Hispanic channel all day long. Yeah. So, so Barbara's news, they got their stuff hanging out, and it's like, whoa, what are they saying? It doesn't even matter, right? Mm. This girl right here seems like she just friggin' dropped her garbage bag at the Rio Grande. <laughs> Jeez, Pete. What? Oh, man. Why are they doing this? It's in your I face. Know. This is... This is intentional, okay? It is. It Dan, is. Look at Dana Perino, okay? Mm -hmm. I'm serious. I, when I saw Dana Perino at first, I was like, in the corner, name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, please forgive me for the Lord, please protect me from that demonic blah, right? Mm -hmm. Look at her. Look at her. What's up with the black eyes? What is that? That's Halloweenish. That's like there's some satanic stuff going on there, mm -hmm. isn't there? Mm -hmm. Los precandidatos republicanos también buscan su voto para las primarias del partido. Bienvenidos. And good evening. So let's meet the candidates who have qualified and chosen to be on this stage oh, tonight. Oh, you completely they skipped past that Ronald the... Reagan thing. I did? Yeah. Okay. Oh, my God. That's None of that is really worth watching. The... There it is. Nine most terrifying words in the English language are, I'm from the government and, and I'm, I'm here to help. And so I'm peace through strength. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. Forty years after Reagan's landslide re-election, the Republican Party faces critical questions. What does it mean to be a conservative? We fight for the truth. We are not going to worry about what the left and the media say about us. What is the key to a thriving economy? It's innovation, not regulation. America can do for anyone what she's done for me. We will stop the spending. We will stop the borrowing. We will stop the earmarks. What is America's role in the world? We need to build a military fitted to the widening challenges in an ever more dangerous world. Sometimes you avoid war by showing the tough. And the country faces even more challenges. Would Reagan even recognize the country in which we now live? Hello. Candidates seeking the Republican converge in California to chart a new path All for right. the grand old party. Now is the time for choosing. That's it. Welcome to the second Republican debate. All right. So can I fast forward now? Yeah, For I what? Saw it. Huh? For what? I want you to see this. Freezing. When that time runs out, Watch we'll this introduction. This. Here it is. We have a lot of ground to cover, so please keep it civilized. Let's get going. We are in this spacious, sunny place tonight, designed to reflect the very nature and character of Ronald Reagan. It's a place that makes you proud to be an American. Yet today our nation is drowning in division and incivility. Voters say they dread the 2024 election and find politics exhausting. Two in three Americans think the country is on the wrong track. And three in four say they, the economy is not in good shape. Prices are up 18% since 2020. More than half of the U.S. population has little access to childcare. 
85% of Americans say their personal finances are a source of stress. Americans want to believe a leader who says, you can follow me. I've got you. Don't worry. Oh, is that President what Biden is trying to do that with Bidenomics. And yesterday, he joined the picket lines where auto workers are demanding more wages and job security. Senator Scott, you recently reacted by praising Ronald Reagan for firing air traffic controllers in the 1980s, saying, you strike, you're fired. Would you fire thousands of striking auto workers today, Senator? Obviously, the President of the United States cannot fire anybody in the private sector. However, we should look back at the first bill in Congress under Pro Joe Biden. The first bill had $86 billion for the union pensions because they continue to overpromise yet underdeliver. One of the challenges that we have in the current negotiations is that they want four-day French work weeks, but more money. They want more benefits. Jeez. Okay, so they start the whole thing off. As you guys saw, they're saying, what would Ronald Reagan think of the country today? And they showed a, they showed Donald Trump's um, his mugshot. And they left it on there for like two or three seconds. It, it was, it, I couldn't believe it. I was like, really? You know? And then they immediately go into... Can I, can I do this? This is the spot that I'm looking for right here. Watch this. California. We're inside the spectacular. Did they already bring them out? Oh, they're going to say hello to them. Watch. Is set for a I'm just going to pause. I just want you to see. I'm Stuart Varney of Fox Business, and I am thrilled to be sitting alongside my co-moderators, Fox News Channel, Dana Perrin. We have to convince you. Oh, my God. Oh, here he is. <laughs> Wait. In the middle, standing center stage, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. Oh boy. <laughs> oh, and the whole thing just went that way. It was terrible. You know? <laughs> I know. Huh? <laughs> I know. Seriously, right? I, 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 I seriously, could it be? Could he be any less personal? Look at that. Is that the most fake smile you've ever seen? It is in and your entire life. I put in there. I don't know if you have it. If it's at Hi, your fingertips, I'm Ron DeSantis, and I'm very personable. Let me drink a beer with you. I don't know if it's at your fingertips, but I put in. No, it's not. It's not at my fingertips. The Millie. Yeah. The, I the will. meme team. Yes. The Dilly meme team. Like, what is that? What is that? Mm-hmm. It's like a morning dump face, isn't it? Look at him. Hello, how are you? Welcome to 7-Eleven. Right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Mr. Patel. That's what he looks like. <laughs> right? Mm. Have you ever met Mr. Patel? Always. He's not racist. I have good friends. They're Patel. They all own 7-Elevens. So they're all named Patel. Mm -hmm. And they own the Motel 6 and the 7-Eleven. Yeah. Okay? 
That's it. How are you? How and are some you? really good you? Indian restaurants. Very nice. Yeah, very nice people. Yeah. <laughs> really good. And former South Carolina governor, Nikki Haley. And then Nikki Haley looks over and says, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. She's mm-hmm. like looking at other people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see you over there, Ron. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Here it is. Do you see that? You see that look? Yeah. Like, like I just put arsenic in your coffee. There you go. <laughs> right? Doesn't she? Yeah. Isn't that look right? <laughs> like I, I don't think you'll make it till the end because I just sprinkled so arsenic. Right now, Senator Tim Scott. Poor Tim Scott. Huh? Mm-hmm. What happened to him? You ever, you ever see Men in Black? Mm-hmm. You know when she says, "What's wrong with your skin, Ed- Edgar?" You know, mm-hmm. like his face is like pulled back a little bit and his gums are showing, right? Mm-hmm. What's wrong with your, what's wrong with your skin, Edgar? Former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie. Uh, look at that. You see that? He did not button his jacket. You know what Eugene Albertini told me? What? He told me this. I was, I was really, you know, I was young, right? Mm-hmm. He said, I'm going to tell you something. He goes, I went to school. He's a very famous, wealthy, successful trial attorney, like multi-bazillionaire, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, he said, I paid $58,000, you know, when I went to this, this class on interpersonal, you know, communication skills with a jury, right? Mm-hmm. He said, you just got to button your jacket. You have to do that. You have to button your jacket. Right? Yeah. Don't leave it open. He said, it's a, it's just a distraction. You have to do it. So guess what Chris, Krispy Kreme Donuts was doing? Because, you know, he was stuffing donuts in his, you know, in his uh, oh, yeah. in his jacket, right? Yeah. Wasn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They on. got pictures of him at a Roy Rogers after. You swear? <laughs> at Roy Rogers? I guess so, yeah. Hold on. Here's Krispy Kreme. Look at that corpse. Okay. Mm-hmm. Look at him. Does he look like he just got embalmed? Huh? Doesn't mm-hmm. he? He looks he like does. he was just embalmed. Yeah. What a creep. Ah. Oh, jeez. And North Dakota Governor Doug Burgum. Who the heck was that? <laughs> that was actually your reaction. Who the heck? Is that guy? Who is that? <laughs> I had no idea who that guy was. Did you? Mm-hmm. Did you know who he was? Yeah, because I've watched the debate. Holy cow! There's money right. behind him. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Ron Paul. I know what you're thinking, another gold commercial. But don't put the TV on mute. You owe it to yourself to listen. Stock markets may be high right now, but they'll eventually fall. And when they do, your retirement savings will fall along with them. Call the experts at Gold Co. today to learn more about how easy it is to invest in gold with a gold IRA. Call 855-614-1681 or visit goldco.com forward slash Pete. Are you prepared for life's unexpected twists and turns? 
Lockdowns, natural disasters, power outages, or any situation that makes it tough to get your hands on a good meal. Time waits for no one, and neither do emergencies. PetePrepStore.com is the ultimate in long-term emergency food preparedness and supplies. You're not just buying food, you're buying peace of mind. Our meals are designed to be nutritious, delicious, and have a 25-year shelf life. Yes, you heard that right. 25 years. We source high-quality non-GMO ingredients and use advanced freeze-drying technology to lock in taste and nutrients. Forget last-minute runs to the grocery store. Pete Prep Store is a click away and delivers right to your doorstep. Why risk the well-being of you and your loved ones? With Pete Prep Store, you're always prepared. Make the smart choice today. Visit PetePrepStore.com and place your order today. This isn't just food. It's your lifeline in times of crisis. Don't wait for an emergency to prepare. Be proactive. PetePrepStore.com. Be prepared. Be secure. Be ready. Always. Cardio Miracle is the finest and most comprehensive nitric oxide and vitamin D supplement in the world. Made from the highest quality ingredients, Cardio Miracle is driven and backed by science and committed to your health and well-being. Get your 60-day, no-risk, money-back guarantee now at CardioMiracle.com. Introducing the Portal Universe only on QUX. This is America's first super app. Easily build your portal, share and monetize video content, live stream, products, music apps, and more. Engage in live chats and private video messaging. This isn't just a TV box or streaming device. This is your social television console. Become a merchant without any setup or monthly fees. Buy and sell using QDUX tokens for private and secure encrypted transactions. You control the ads you watch. You control the content you see. You have easy access to products and services you want, all at the press of a button. QUX brings people together, enhances fellowship, community, and networking capabilities, while protecting privacy like never before. Don't wait. Go to QUX.TV right now and order your QUX TV box today using promo code PETE. Be part of a new digital frontier. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm here to tell you about my new product for my pillow. Towels that actually work. Watch this absorbency test. Here's another towel that we randomly went out and bought. Here's one of my towels with a nice design. I don't know if you can see this, but you could line a swimming pool with this. This is crazy. Get rid of it. Towels that actually work. The new MyPillow towels are exclusively made with 100% USA combed cotton with proprietary technology and with maximum absorbency. They dry you faster and are guaranteed to work. I'm interrupting this commercial right now. Retailers have canceled MyPillow. And to thank you for all your support, I'm going to pass the savings directly on to you. Go to MyPillow.com to get deep discounts on all MyPillow products. For example, you get my dog beds for as low as $19.99 or for a limited time, you can get my six-piece towel sets, regularly $109.99, now only $39.99, the lowest price ever with your promo code. Banks are supposed to be the safest placeholders for cash in the world, but in 2022, that changed. The Federal Reserve pulled out $2.5 trillion of liquidity out of the banks, and the Fed also changed the requirements so banks don't need to keep any funds on hand. 
This means banks are starved for liquidity and have now become very dangerous places to hold your assets. Get out of the system with the world's safest and most private assets, silver and gold. Call Kirk Elliott, Ph.D. at 720-605-3900. Be sure to tell him Pete Santilli sent you. Who's coming on? Yes. Tell everyone who's coming on. Um, here in about fifteen. Well, actually, 15, about nineteen, eighteen minutes from now, Lee Stranahan's going to be joining you. We hope. We hope the connections are good, and we're able to to get Lee on this morning at yeah. the at the top of the hour here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so stay tuned for that. He's going to be coming on and he's going to be talking about a couple of different things, right? Uh, Ukraine, one of them, and what has been happening uh, with Canada and the whole Nazi thing. He's going to put that in perspective for everyone. He is the leading, I think anyway, He he's the leading voice on all things Ukraine. So we're lucky to have him. And stay tuned for that, you guys. He's coming up here in just a few minutes. But in the meantime, <laughs> in the meanwhile, <clears throat> while we're waiting, I, I suppose you're going to play this, right? When they send me a bloating spending bill that's going to cause your prices to go up, I'm going to take out this veto pen and I'm going to send it right back to them. Ilya, you <clears throat> you got to keep playing it. <laughs> he does this thing. It's crazy. Oh, what a goober. What is that? When they send me a bloating spending bill that's going to cause your prices to go up, I'm going to take out this veto pen and I'm going to send it right back to them. Ilya, you mentioned me on the question. I just want to... (laughs) Oh, my goodness. You know what he... uh, They caught it several times. They finally, they did a montage of it because he did it several times throughout the whole debate. What a freaking creep mm-hmm. all right so let's get to the good stuff you want to yes hmm? so that's the debate last night yeah president uh president trump here he is coming mm-hmm. up on stage let's listen to him uh until lee stranahan comes up okay yeah so this is yeah. what i watched last night and he was mm-hmm. with um manufacturers there in michigan last night he got a great heard- welcome I and heard he like the job. entire White House staff for Joe Biden, mm-hmm. like their entire mission is to make sure he doesn't fall. Yes. They've given him new tennis shoes, balancing shoes. They're specially made for him. They shortened 
the stairs to uh, Air Force One, and he still almost fell down on his face. I mean, <laughs> oh my gosh, it's just a train wreck. Late, later on in the show, we're going to show you that what they call the Thorazine Shuffle. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So Joe Biden was there day before yesterday in Michigan. He stayed 12 minutes and he was off to California. Like, if he professionally just stayed on the outside and just trolled everyone, <laughs> you know? things he did was say that the presidential debate was nothing more than a bunch of job hunters. It was hilarious. Job hunters. Oh, yeah, job hunters. <laughs> Looking for a job at Raytheon, you know. Room where we wanted to keep it small and outside we have thousands and thousands of people. Have you seen what's going on out there? But I'm thrilled to be back with the workers, uh, UAW members, and proud patriots of the great state of Michigan. Great state, great people. Here in Michigan, across the country tonight, there are countless thousands of auto workers and skilled tradesmen worried about the future and what the future holds for themselves and for their incredible families. I want to begin this evening by saluting these truly great Americans who do not get the credit they deserve. You don't get the credit they deserve. Now they want to go all electric and put you all out of business. You know that, right? To the welders, assembly line workers, machine operators, forklift drivers, pipe fitters, tool and die makers, mechanics, electricians, technicians, and journeymen. We love being with you, and we love being with you right in your environment. You built this yeah. country, yeah, you love yeah. this country, and you are the ones that make our country run. You know that, right? 
Before I stepped into the political arena seven years ago, I spent my whole life working alongside of Americans just like you. With you and people just like you. Now, I put everything on the line to fight for you. I've risked it all to defend working class from the corrupt political class that has spent decades sucking the life, yeah. wealth, and blood out of yes. this country. That's why I'm here tonight to lay out a vision for a revival of economic nationalism and our automobile manufacturing country. Sorry. I want a future that protects American labor, not foreign Sorry about labor. That. Sorry. A future that puts American dreams over foreign profits and a future that raises American wages, that strengthens American industry, that builds national pride and that defends this country's dignity, not squanders it all to build up foreign countries that hate us. And you know where they are. They're located all over the world, but they're mostly on the other side of the world. We don't want that. Under crooked Joe Biden, you have none of this. You have none of the crooked things Joe we Biden. want. <laughs> Instead of economic nationalism, you have ultra left wing globalism. Mm -hmm. They hate our country. And the workers of America are getting, put it very nicely, you're getting screwed. Screwed. Yesterday, nice Joe way. Biden came to Michigan to pose for photos at the picket line. But it's his policies that send Michigan auto workers to the unemployment line. He only came after I announced that I would be here. You know, he announced quite a bit later. Spoke for a few seconds. Did you notice he spoke for what? A few seconds? For 12 minutes, and he had right? absolutely was he there no for 12 idea minutes? what he was saying. Yeah, that was he didn't it. know where he was. Well, he didn't know where he was. Minutes. He didn't know what we were saying. Where am I? He's saying, where am I? Oh, you're in Michigan. Oh, what are they doing in Michigan? They grow wheat in Michigan, he said. They, don't they grow wheat? That's Iowa and other places. Biden's cruel and ridiculous electrical. Think of this. He wants electric vehicle mandates that will spell the death of the U.S. auto industry. You know, it doesn't matter. I watch it. You're negotiating a contract. You're rolling picket lines and everything. But it doesn't make a damn bit of difference what you get because in two years, you're all going to be out of business. You're not getting anything. What they're doing to the auto industry in Michigan and throughout the country is absolutely horrible, ridiculous. Hundreds of thousands of American jobs, your jobs, will be gone forever because crooked Joe Biden is selling out. But I don't think it's him. I don't think he actually knows what that is. <laughs> he doesn't. She says he doesn't know. He doesn't know. It's not his fault. Let's not blame him. But he's surrounded with radical left Marxists and crazy people. Fascists. Bad people. He's selling you out to China. He's selling you out to the environmental extremists and the radical left. People have no idea how bad this is going to be also for the environment. You know, those batteries, when they get rid of them and lots of bad things happen, and when they're digging it out of the ground to make those batteries, it's going to be very bad for the environment. You can be loyal to American labor, or you can be loyal to the environmental lunatics, but you can't really be loyal to both. It's one or the other, and they understand that. 
The Democrat Party has no idea what they're doing right now. They have no idea what to do. Crooked Joe is siding with the left-wing crazies who will destroy automobile manufacturing and will destroy our country itself. They're destroying our country. You look at that at the border. We had the safest border in history. Now you look at what's happening. It's just a horror show. I side with the auto workers of America and with those who want to make America great again, and I always will. And I don't get one thing. I don't get why Ford and GM, why these car makers aren't fighting for to make cars that are going to sell, to make cars that are going to be able to go on long distances. They immediately give up. I see it with the oil companies, too. They're promoting oh, windmills, which don't work, by the way. They don't work. They want windmills all over the place. It's like they're told what to do, or that's what they go against their industry. They're either stupid or they're gutless. But why do they concede so fast this plant? We just walked through this plant, and uh, the electric vehicles are going to put them out of business. They don't need any of this. The things that you make in Michigan, they don't need any of it. Why is it that these big, powerful car companies with guys that are making $35 million a year immediately quit? They say, you want electric vehicles? We'll give it to you when the damn things don't go far enough and they're too expensive. And I'm not in that business, but I know a lot about it. They don't go far enough and they're too expensive. A vote for Crooked Joe means the future of the auto industry will be made in China. That's what it's going to be. That's where they're made. My pledge to every automaker is this. A vote for President Trump means the future of the automobile will be made in America. Where it's made in America. by American energy, it will be sourced by American suppliers, it will be sculpted from American iron, aluminum, and steel, and it will be built by highly skilled American hands and high-wage American labor. That's what's going to happen. That's what's going to happen. And we'll do it first day in office. First day in office. It'll be signed out first day in office. What they're doing to our country is horrible. What they're doing to the auto workers of this country is just doesn't make sense. I saved uh, American auto manufacturing. You know that in my first term, and I'll save it again. We did great. We did everything to keep those jobs going. We'll save it again in our second term. Unfortunately, that's what we had to do because things happened during the election that you know about. Happened right here in this state also. And we will make it bigger, better, and stronger than ever before. That's what we're going to do. We want to talk about it, but we talk, and we keep talking, but we don't want to talk too much. But before we do talk about the current UAW strike that we've been hearing about, and uh, I see people really with mixed emotions because you're striking for wages, but you know your job's only going to be here for two years or three years if you're lucky. How will we rescue the auto manufacturing in the United States? Let's remember got to remember how we got here. For decades and decades, and I've been talking about this subject for 12 years, long before I ever thought of becoming a politician. How good was that? 
That was, that's a lot of fun. I could have had the easiest, nicest life, Al. I would have had the nicest, softest life instead I have to beat these lunatics up all day long. Every day. Every day, lunatics. I never heard of the word indictment. Now I get indicted like every three days. He spoke badly about the election. He must be indicted. He said something bad about Joe Biden. Joe Biden is the most corrupt president and most incompetent president we've ever had. Oh, no. No, I shouldn't have said that. I'm going to get indicted again for saying that. For decades, you've watched rotten and crooked politicians like Biden treat American jobs as disposable and American workers as expendable. They sat back and got rich by taking bribes to let other countries rape and pillage our jobs and our wealth. That's what happened. Joe Biden claims to be the most pro-union president in history. Nonsense. His think of it. His entire career, just think of it. His entire career has been an act of economic treason and union destruction. He's destroyed unions, shipping millions of American jobs overseas while personally taking money from foreign nations hand over fist. Look at the money he got from China. Look at what's coming out, China. Crooked Joe backed NAFTA. He backed China's entry into the World Trade Organization. He backed the horrendous Trans-Pacific Partnership, which would have destroyed the American auto industry had I not stopped it. You remember when I stopped it? You guys were gone. You were gone. And that was a done deal. And in fact, during the debate, I got beautiful Hillary Clinton. I don't call her crooked because I only use that name for Biden now. So I call her beautiful. She's a beautiful woman. Beautiful Hillary Clinton. To change her position on TPP, <laughs> they were trying to pull a fast one on you, so she actually changed her position during, during the campaign, but she would have changed it back had that been a different result. But thank goodness it wasn't, because we made things and did things that nobody believed possible. <clears throat> nobody believed possible. Biden also backed a gentleman named is Barack Hussein Obama. Have you ever heard of him? his atrocious Korean trade deal. You've heard of him. Crooked Joe backed every single blood-sucking globalist attack on U.S. auto workers. And they, you've been attacked for a long time. We, those attacks all stopped for four years with us. And they were getting so strong. And you were getting so strong. And they were building plants here again. Now the plants are going back to Mexico and they're going back to China. And he's coming back, they're coming back for more. I don't know that he's going to make it to the starting gate, but let's assume he does. If it's not him, it'll be somebody else with the same ideas, because that's the ideas they have. They're very destructive for our country. But we will stop him. Hopefully, your leaders at United Auto Workers will endorse Donald Trump. Because, you know, standard history for years and decades and years and years and years, they always endorse a Democrat. It's almost like, it's almost like uh, an automatic reflex and there's no reason for it, but it's, it's a habit. It's a bad habit. Hasn't worked because look, you've lost 38% of your industry over the period of 25 years. Much of it's gone to Mexico. We don't talk about Mexico. Much of it's gone to Mexico. They make plants in Mexico. A friend of mine, a great supporter, but a great gentleman who builds plants. That's what he builds, auto plants. He said to me the other day, you got to see the plants we're building in Mexico. I said, well, how do they compare to the U.S.? He said, 
not even a contest. And I said, isn't that a shame? You remember what I did? I said, you don't give us protection at our border. I'm going to, cha I'm going to charge you a tariff of 25%. We want 28,000 soldiers on our border. And we had the safest border in the history of our country. Now we have the worst border in the history of the world, by the way. After NAFTA, the United States lost nearly 4 million manufacturing jobs and almost one in three auto jobs. Joe Biden voted on that. He gave you that. Nearly a quarter of a million jobs were destroyed here in Michigan alone, including 40% of all auto jobs. Think of that. In fact, I had to check this number because it's inconceivable. You would think factories. 60,000 factories closed and went overseas. Can you imagine? 60,000. Well, no, who would think that? When I first saw that number, I said, oh, somebody made a uh, typographical error. Maybe it was 600 factories. Could have been 6,000, but that sounded too high. 60,000. And the good news is, if the number was wrong, the fake news will be checking it out. So I have to say, I mean, I have to give you the right numbers. Otherwise, the fake news is out there. Crooked Joe and his payday with the Biden family, they raked in millions and millions of dollars. You see what's going on. The news doesn't really report it. Very little news reports it. But it was the men and women who got every single day they got up and came back home with grease on their hands and they were the ones that paid the price. They paid a big, big price. The only time Joe Biden has ever gotten his hands dirty is when he's taking cash from foreign countries, which is quite often, actually. It's quite often. Based on what we're seeing, it's much more often than anyone would have thought. Can you imagine an unannounced raid on his many homes? He would have made Senator Menendez look like a baby, just like a baby. Can you imagine? You know, they gave him three weeks notice. You know, they said, we're going to raid your home over documents. They gave him three weeks. Would three weeks be enough? So I can imagine. I'd like to see what he cleaned out of there. Joe Biden only cares about enriching his own family. I care about enriching your family. That's why I did this. That's why I did this. I'm working for you, not for me. That is for sure, and I always will. I will always have your back, I promise you that. I will always have your back. When I came into office, the auto industry was on its knees, gasping its last breaths after eight long years of Obama and Biden. But you finally got a president who stood up to the... You, you gotta understand, I stood up to people that hate you. They hate you or they maybe hate our country. But I stood up for you. I stood up for the auto workers and stood up for the great state of Michigan like nobody's ever stood up before. And just as I promised, I withdrew from the Trans-Pacific Partnership my very first week. Do you remember 2016 when we won Michigan? Michigan hadn't been won in like decades. Everyone said, oh. And then we did much better in 2020. I mean, I hate to tell you, we did much better. But we're going to do so. We're going to swamp them. We're going to swamp them. We actually did much better, including in Michigan. I ended Obama's war on American energy. He had a war on American energy. Gasoline prices plummeted and soon reached $1.87 a gallon. How does that sound? Now, you know, it's over five and six and even seven dollars a gallon in some places and it's going up higher and higher and higher. And I think they want that. That way you go all electric so you can drive for 15 minutes before you have to get a charge. 
The economy boomed. The household incomes rose by more than $6,000 a year, which was a record. $6,000 a year during my term. A year. I ended the disaster known as NAFTA, the worst trade deal ever made, and replaced it with the brand new USMCA, Mexico-Canada. That's the best trade deal ever made, they say, in our country's history. I think the deal we made with China is even better. But unfortunately, with COVID, I don't even talk about that one. But we made a lot of good deals with Japan, with South Korea, with many, many countries. We took bad deals and made them good deals. It was so bad. I used to ask my people, who made these deals? Why did they do it? Who made them? They were so bad, just on their face. With the USMCA, 75% of every car under that deal must be made in North America. In other words, they have to make 75% of the car in North America. Who ever heard of that? And a massive portion must be made by high-wage labor, which means American labor, your high-wage. Back in 2008, Biden and Obama promised you that they'd renegotiate NAFTA, but in eight years, they never lifted a finger. They never changed a thing. You know, NAFTA was so bad that when it was negotiated a long time ago, decades ago, they made typographical errors, like in numbers. And they were bad typographic. They were bad for us. Cost us what? Nobody went back to change them. They were typographical errors. And we lived with it for decades with these errors. Can you imagine that? Normally, like, that happens. You do that in deals, too. And you go back the following day, say, they made a mistake. We're renegotiating this deal. I don't care if it's signed or not. And people sort of have to do that. Legally, they have to do that. If there's an error, if there's a typographical They made typographical errors. They made errors. Maybe they weren't so typographical. Probably the other side made them. Perfect. You know, they probably made them. But they made these errors, and they never corrected them for years, for decades. But I corrected him. You know how I did it? By terminating it. Terminating the whole damn deal. And I know how good the U.S. MCA deal is because Canada, as you know, and Mexico are trying like hell to renegotiate it. They want to renegotiate that deal. But in less than two years, I got that done. The U.S. MCA and many other deals. I also renegotiated Obama's Korea trade deal to fully restore your protective tariff on foreign pickup trucks. They wanted to change it. The Democrats wanted it to expire, and so did South Korea badly. They didn't want it. And without that, you wouldn't even have a truck industry. Right now, it's your, probably the strongest part of your industry. Without that, you wouldn't have an industry. So it's uh, something I was very proud to do. It was very not easy, but we got it done, and we got it done properly. Michigan jobs would have been exported. While millions and millions of foreign cars would have flooded American streets, that's what would have happened. Obama and Biden didn't care one bit, but I did, and I stopped it, and I stopped it cold. I took on communist China like no administration in history. No administration in history did what I've done, bringing in hundreds of billions of dollars pouring into our treasury when no other president had gotten literally 10 cents. And I also got $28 billion for our great farmers. You know that, right? Our farmers. That's why I say, you think I'm going to do badly in Iowa or Nebraska, any of Wisconsin, any of our farm areas? I say, you know, I don't want to be too cocky. I just got very good polls from all of those, but from everywhere. Jesus, be cocky. That's okay. But who else would have done that? $28 billion. I said to the Secretary of Agriculture, Sonny Perdue said, Sonny, how bad have they treated us? 28 billion over a period of about five years. I said, they're gonna pay it back. And they paid it back. They paid it back. 
And perhaps my greatest unsung achievement, I kept Chinese cars the hell out of America. Is that okay with you? Is that okay? It's UAW, is that okay? It's a and a lot of people don't know this, but I imposed a whopping 27.5% tariff and tax on all Chinese automobiles coming into our country. And this magnificent tariff, they can't get it off because they make so much money with it. And by the way, if they took it off, you'd be out of business right away. They want to take it off. They're trying to take it off. But it's so good. It's so powerful. It's so strong. But they would take over your industry totally. But it remains in place to this day, not because they wanted to, but because they sort of have no choice. And it's no exaggeration to state that the Trump presidency and the deftly used and applied Trump tariffs and taxes saved the American auto industry from extinction time and time again. And we're going to do a version of it that's going to make you bigger and better and stronger. It's not even going to be a contest with where you are right now. But crooked Joe Biden is back like a wretched old vulture trying to finish off his prey. Can you believe it? I don't know. I just don't know. You know, I see some of these things that are happening. I say, I wonder if he has any idea that, that this stuff is happening. Biden's job killing EV mandate has dictated that nearly 70% of all cars sold in the United States must be fully electric less than 10 years from now. Do you believe that? These are built specifically for people that want to take very short trips, okay? Hop in the car, darling, let's drive down to the store and let's drive back. Oh, it's crazy. It's crazy. Oh, they say the happiest day when you buy an electric car is the first 10 minutes you're driving it. And then after that, panic sets in because you're worried, where the hell am I going to get a charge to keep this thing going? No. Panic! They get panicked. Despite colossal government subsidies, Ford alone is projecting to lose an astonishing $4.5 billion on electric vehicles. Why are they agreeing to this? This is what I don't understand. Why are they agreeing to it? Why does Ford and Jim, why are they all agreeing to this? The cars aren't selling. They got them all over the place. You can buy them for peanuts. Why are they, why are they not fighting and saying it doesn't work? How about the trucks? The trucks go for like one-fifth of a, you take a power belt or... One of the good brands, they go for just a small amount of time compared to a, a diesel-fired truck. Diesel-fired. You're not even allowed to say the word diesel-fired. Oh, that's bad for the environment. No, bad for the environment is having trucks all over the place that don't go. But on the electric vehicles this year, to comply with the mandate is 60,000 loss. They're going to lose $60,000 for every car produced. That sounds like a great deal. But honestly, for UAW and for auto workers and for everybody and for the country, it's not sustainable. So they may try and do it, and I don't know, they're trying to do something for the environment. By the way, that's worse for the environment than what we're talking about. Much worse. But think of it. They're going to lose $60,000 a car. So how, when are they going to come to you and say, listen, we can't do this anymore? They're going to come to your head man, Sean. I've been watching him on television. He's a good man. I think he's a good man, but he's got a... Actually, he's got to endorse Trump. This, you know, the one thing, one thing I say, one thing I say about a politician, I've known politicians all my life, and then I, if you would have told me I was going to be a politician someday, I would have said, no way, I don't want to be a politician. But the one thing I know is when you go out and you 
come out with an idea early, and then you in an election and you sort of lose that idea, you always come back to that idea. So these people are into the electric thing. They may soften it up a little bit during the election. They're coming back, and they're coming back stronger than ever. It's like Ron DeSanctimonious. You know, he tried to destroy Social Security. Now he's trying to backpedal it a little bit. He wanted to bring the minimum age to 70. He wanted to destroy it. He also put a heavy hit on Medicare. What happens is now they back up a little bit, but they always go back to it as soon as the election's over. So you can't go for that. And in the case of Biden, he's coming back to electric vehicles. Now he, and he hasn't even left yet. So we're talking about, you know, but yeah, I can maybe someday soon he's going to leave because he wants to get more votes. But uh, just remember, he's coming back. They always go back to their original thought. That's where they are. I don't know why, but that's where they are. Biden's mandate isn't a government regulation. It's a government assassination of your jobs and of your industry. The auto industry is being assassinated. And it makes no difference what you get. I don't care what you get in the next two weeks or three weeks or five weeks. They're going to be closing up and they're going to be building those cars in China and other places. It's a hit job on Michigan and on Detroit. And that's not sustainable. This, uh, these numbers are not sustainable. No company can afford to lose $60,000 a car. It's going to be more than that. All of these cars would be manufactured in foreign lands that you couldn't care less about. I want choice in schools and in the purchase of an automobile, an SUV or a truck. I want choice for my automobile, for my truck, for my SUV. And I also happen to want choice for schools. Do we agree with that choice? This is about auto workers and automobiles and workers, period. But uh, I think we can say that everybody wants to see choice in schools also. If you want to buy an electric car, that's absolutely fine. I'm all for it. But we should not be forcing consumers to buy electric vehicles. They want to buy all trucks. They want now. They want to make all trucks electric. You know that, right? They're pushing. They're going to destroy. You talk about supply chain. They're going to destroy the supply chain. They're forcing the truckers to go all electric. All electric trucks. Now, the trucks, the trucks probably don't have the power. They only go about 300 miles, whereas a diesel fuel truck goes 2,000 miles. That's a big difference, would you say? Also, the battery takes up so much room, there's practically no room left for what you happen to be shipping. The whole thing is crazy. They want to do the whole, they want to do it with boats, too. I was with a boating manufacturer in a great state, South Carolina, with a great governor, by the way, Henry McMaster. And we were there two days ago, and... I asked him that question. I said, do they want? He said, yeah, they want us to go all electric. I said, how does that work for a boat? He said, the entire boat would be like one big battery. We'd have no, uh, we'd have no room for anything else. I said, what happens if the boat has an accident starts sinking? Do you get electrocuted if the boat sinks? The guy said, you know, I've never thought of that, actually. But I think I gave him an idea, actually. Now, can you imagine the boat goes down and you're sitting on top of a battery? I don't, I don't feel good about that, right? In other words, you have to stop approximately for a truck six times for the same trip. How are they going to stop six times? And yet it's not stopping these lunatics in Washington. These are lunatics. These are deranged people. And I'm not saying you can't buy an electric car. If you want to buy an electric car or a hybrid or an all gasoline car or a truck, that has to be your choice. You should have that choice. It's great, right? I could see... 
could see electric cars working great for certain uses, short-term, short-distance uses. We have unlimited gasoline. Remember that we have unlimited. China doesn't. We have unlimited gasoline for 500 years. We have gasoline more than any other country in the world. Can you imagine? A few years ago, we were energy independent. Now we're begging countries to give us gasoline. Can you imagine? No, can you even imagine? And we had the best, the lightest, the sweetest. We have the best stuff. Now we're getting it. We're taking tar. Tar. You know what tar is? It's like tar that they have to refine. You know where they refine it? In Houston, Texas, we take tar now from Venezuela. Venezuela was supposed to be the bad guys. Venezuela is getting rich. We're refining their tar. And we're not taking our beautiful, beautiful stuff. We have the best stuff, but we have the most. We have more than Saudi Arabia, more than Russia. We were energy independent, and we were going to make our fortune, and we were going to sell it to Europe. We we're going to pay off our debt. We we're going to lower taxes still further. It's amazing. And then these people came in, and they have no clue, or they have a clue, which is even more dangerous in a certain way. Right now, electric cars don't go far enough, and they're just far, far too expensive. And People aren't going to be able to afford them. And the cost of operation is also much more. This is their option, though, if they want them. It's their option, and it's an option that some people will take, and I am all for them. But I will not allow, under any circumstances, the American automobile industry to die. I want it to thrive and to thrive like never before. So we're here today at Drake Enterprises, a family-owned, beautiful place. They gave me a tour. They gave me a tour. I said, this place is beautiful. I said, come on, let's go. I got to go fast. I got to make a speech. It's all over television, this speech. You know, we're competing with the job candidates. They're all running for a job. No, they're all job candidates. They want to be in the, uh, they want to tell to anything. Secretary of something. They even say VP. I don't know. Does anybody see any VP in the group? I don't think so. No, no, we're, uh, we're, that's right. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? They don't have a crowd like we have. When you look at the thousands of people outside that couldn't get in, why didn't you build a bigger plant? I'd like to. But we're here today at Drake Enterprises, a family-owned and operated Michigan auto parts supplier that has been manufacturing in America for over 70 years, right? Drake was founded by a great man in 1952, Benny Stemple, right? Benny, we love Benny, your father, your grandfather. An American man, the deceased American man with a big American dream. He had a big, big, beautiful dream. Benny started with just four people and soon came to dominate the production of gear shift levers for trucks. Today, the company produces transmission components, driveline components, engine components, and car parts for every one of the Detroit big three. So I won't tell them I've said bad things about them in your place. Okay? I just want them to fight for what's right. It's common sense. But tonight, I was honored to meet Benny's son, Lee, and Lee's children, Nate and Heather. Thank you very much. That's great. Beautiful family. Nate and Heather say their vision for this company is to prove that the American dream is still alive for their employees like it was just for their granddad, who is so wonderful. So Lee, Nate, and Heather, we're going to help you get that job done, okay? 
And I want to congratulate you on three generations of American auto parts proudly made in Michigan. We love Michigan. Great feeling for me. Bad things are happening in Michigan. Your crime rate's through the roof. You got, uh, you got a lot of businesses moving out now. It's unbelievable. Not even believable. Today, nearly 100% of Drake's business is producing components that go into vehicles with internal combustion engines, the very product that Joe Biden and the radical left Democrats and fascists, Marxists, now they want to make them, for whatever reason, illegal. Figure that one out. And yes, it's true. Today's radical Democrat party wants to legalize drugs, shoplifting, and sexual mutilation of your children, but they want to allow your gas-powered suburban Silverados and Ford F-150s to die. They can die. Under a Trump administration, gasoline engines will be allowed. And sex changes for children will be banned. Is that okay? Can you, can you believe it? Mutilization. You know, if you said 10 years ago, 15 years ago, we will stop the mutilization of children, somebody would say, what the hell is he talking about? Today, you have to say it because that's what they're doing. Mutilization of children without parent consent. The whole thing is insane. The country has gone Mutilation. Insane. You know, a lot of it, they say, you're very conservative. I say, no, I'm a person of common sense. It's not conservative. It's not, it's common sense. We want to have a border. We want to have good voting. We want to have same day voting with all paper ballots. And we want to have a thing called voter ID. Why do the Democrats not want voter ID? Because they want to cheat. We want to have voter ID. But if crooked Joe Biden gets his way, Drake employees and countless other auto workers and suppliers will really be decimated. I don't know. I hate to tell you what's going to happen, but you know what's going to happen. We're going to stop it. By most estimates, under Biden's electric vehicle mandate, 40% of all U.S. auto jobs will disappear. Think of this. In one or two years. Think one or two years. That's what you have to be talking about, not you're going to get X dollars an hour. It doesn't matter what the hell you're getting an hour. Do me a favor. Just get your union guys, your leaders, to endorse me. Okay? And I'll take care of the rest. Because, because in looking over the statistics now, they're saying, but the real number will be 100%. Because under Biden's mandate, the entire car industry will be packed up and shipped to China, which controls over 80% of the supply chain for electric vehicle batteries. They control the whole thing. So they think close to 100% of the business will be gone. Every time Joe Biden and the UAW's political leadership talk about a fair transition to all electric cars, American labor will be under siege. It's not going to work for you. It can't work. And I learned a lot today with this great family. I tell you, they said, you know, it won't work. They don't need anything that you have right here in Michigan, and they have beautiful product. There's no such thing as a fair transition to the end of your way of life. You're going to lose your beautiful way of life. For auto workers, Biden's forced transition is a transition to hell. It's a transition to hell. It's a transition to unemployment and to inflation without end.
The inflation that you have now, we didn't have inflation. We had the greatest economy in the history of our country. You know that because you, you went four years like you've never had in your history, in the history of Michigan. To the striking workers, I support you in your goal of fair wages and greater stability, and I truly hope you get a fair deal for yourselves and your families. But if your union leaders will not demand that Crooked Joe repeal his electric vehicle mandate immediately, then it doesn't matter what hourly word you get. It just doesn't make a damn bit of difference, because in two to three years, you will not have one job in this state. And you've seen it happen before. You've seen what happened where Massive percentages of your industry went to other countries like Mexico, like China, like South Korea, like Japan. In other words, your current negotiations don't mean as much as you think. I mean, I watch you out there with the pickets, but I don't think you're picketing for the right thing. But if they endorse me, your leadership, you can tell them I said it, although I have a feeling they may be watching tonight. Because, you know, when Biden came here yesterday, they only had 11 people. I'll bet you we have 10,000 people standing outside. Right? I think we do. That's... In fact, in fact, for a little while, we're driving through, and people are going crazy. I said, is this a rally tonight? No, but I said, is this a rally? We're driving to thousands and thousands of people. You, we just put it online. Incredible. The great, the great Dan Scavino put it online. Where is Dan Scavino? The great Dan Scavino. He gets everything. He sees what's going on. Thank you, Dan. We have, where is he? One of the greats of all time, most powerful men in politics. He controls the internet. The great Dan Scavino. Get over here for the cameras, Dan. Get over here. Stephen Chung has done incredible. Jason Miller, a legend. Jason. Oh, somebody likes you over here, Jason. Now I have a great, a great group of people. They all want to come. I said, you guys don't have to come. They said, no, we want to come. They want to come. And they don't want to come to keep me from falling either. They want to come for her. You see that when that now they have a new plan. How to keep this guy from That's standing hilarious. up. We have to get him to stand up. How to keep him standing up and getting down a flag. You know, it's so unelegant. You know, I love the 747s, Air Force One. You know, I got new Air Force One. I saved $1.7 billion. They came to me. They said, sir. Would you sign this? First day I was in office, they said, I said, what is it? It's a new Air Force One. It's 5.7 billion. They said, that sounds like a lot of money for a plane. Actually, two planes, by the way. But they call it Air Force One. They're identical. I mean, even the wood grain, you can't tell the difference. I could tell because it was a little nick in one desk <laughs> that wasn't on the other. So I could say, that's one, and the other one's two. No, it's incredible, actually. But, you know, those planes are like 32 years old, and... Nobody wanted to make the move and do it because they think, oh, it'll look luxury. In the meantime, they come in from Saudi Arabia and these other countries, brand new. They're like three months old and they blow it away. And, you know, our country should have the latest and the greatest. So they wanted me to do it. It was 5.7 billion. I said, nope, it's too high. They said, why do you see that? Why are you saying that? Because Obama agreed to the deal. If they agreed to it, it's too high. 
So the head of Boeing came in and he said, sir, we have to get 5.7. I said, nope, I'm not doing it. I was supposed to sign it. I said, I'm not doing it, not for 5.7. It has to have a three on it. I didn't know what that meant, except I knew it was a hell of a cut, right? Right? Right, Al? So they said, uh, sir, we're not going to do it. We're not going to do it. We'll take off $400 million. That was pretty good. I said, you know, this, I've been doing this for about three minutes, and I got $400 million. Can you imagine the money these people make doing these plants? So I said, no, no deal. I said, no deal. And uh, it's got to have a three. Got to have a three. And I held out. Uh, you know what? Okay, he did so an amazing job. He really did. He did. And, um, mm -hmm. you know, I, I, I'm always, um, you know, when, when you listen to him, uh, it, sometimes he says same things over and over again. And guess what? Every time he does, I keep seeing these tapes playing in my head of the nightmare that we're in. It doesn't get old. It gets worse. Amen. It gets absolutely worse. We'll be uh, right back right after this, you guys. The world is about to shift. Banks are going cashless globally with the emergence of central bank digital currency, which will bring with it programmable money and the ability to turn on or off your purchasing power based on your digital social profile. It's like the equivalent of spyware in your bank account. You need to get out of the system with the world's safest and most private assets, silver and gold. Call Kirk Elliott, PhD, 720-605-3900. Be sure to tell him Pete Santilli sent you. Our American heroes love getting down and dirty, fighting for our freedoms and safety. My fellow Americans, the Hero Soap Company is a veteran-owned business with quality soaps and scrubs made in America for the benefit of our American heroes. Each bar of handmade soap is blended with a mix of essential oils, real goat's milk, saponified oils of safflower, palm and coconut, and all natural colorants. Place your order today by visiting MyHeroSoap.com for a 20% discount. And for every purchase, a portion of sales is donated to charities focused on helping veterans and first responders. Visit MyHeroSoap.com and subscribe for 20% off with promo code KEEP. Every soap purchased is matched one-to-one -one and sent overseas to our troops. Go to MyHeroSoap.com and order your soaps, scrubs, and even cool Patriot gear. Support our troops. Support our first responders. Support our heroes and let freedom clean by visiting MyHeroSoap.com. I'm excited to announce that you've all made my Pillow 2.0 a huge success. And with your amazing support, we've been able to expand my Pillow's USA manufacturing and jobs. And to make room for this, we're clearing out a line of our percale bed sheets. And to thank you, I'm bringing them to you at closeout prices. Use your promo code and you get my king size for only $39 a set. Queens, 35, Foles, 29, and twin size, just $25. I'm interrupted. 
in this commercial to let you know that we've received the last two shipments of these percale bed sheets. And because of this, I've been able to add more colors, sizes, and even prints. And they're still at closeout prices. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen now. Use your promo code and you'll get my king size, only $39 a set. Queens, $35. Full, $29. And twin size, just $25. Order now. Once they're gone, they're gone for good. Introducing the Portal Universe only on QUX. This is America's first super app. Easily build your portal, share and monetize video content, live stream, products, music apps, and more. Engage in live chats and private video messaging. This isn't just a TV box or streaming device. This is your social television console. Become a merchant without any setup or monthly fees. Buy and sell using QDUX tokens for private and secure encrypted transactions. You control the ads you watch. You control the content you see. You have easy access to products and services you want, all at the press of a button. QUX brings people together, enhances fellowship, community, and networking capabilities, while protecting privacy like never before. Don't wait. Go to QUX.TV right now and order your QUX TV box today using promo code PETE. Be part of a new digital frontier. Are you prepared for life's unexpected twists and turns? Lockdowns, natural disasters, power outages, or any situation that makes it tough to get your hands on a good meal. Time waits for no one, and neither do emergencies. PetePrepStore.com is the ultimate in long-term emergency food preparedness and supplies. You're not just buying food, you're buying peace of mind. Our meals are designed to be nutritious, delicious, and have a 25-year shelf life. Yes, you heard that right. 25 years. We source high-quality non-GMO ingredients and use advanced freeze-drying technology to lock in taste and nutrients. Forget last-minute runs to the grocery store. Pete Prep Store is a click away and delivers right to your doorstep. Why risk the well-being of you and your loved ones? With Pete Prep Store, you're always prepared. Make the smart choice today. Visit PetePrepStore.com and place your order today. This isn't just food. It's your lifeline in times of crisis. Don't wait for an emergency to prepare. Be proactive. PetePrepStore.com. Be prepared. Be secure. Be ready. Always. Hi, I'm Ron Paul. I know what you're thinking. Another gold commercial. But don't put the TV on mute. You owe it to yourself to listen. Stock markets may be high right now, but they'll eventually fall. And when they do, your retirement savings will fall along with them. Call the experts at Gold Co. today to learn more about how easy it is to invest in gold with a gold IRA. Call 855-614-1681 or visit goldco.com forward slash Pete. So Lee, Star- Lee Stranahan, for whatever reason, has to reschedule, and he's worth it. He's so important. Oh, <laughs> like, without a doubt. If any other, if any other, oh, is he really coming on right now? 
That's hilarious. Is it good? He's such a great guy. And by the way, before I bring him on, just everyone recognize he's had multiple strokes. He's, I hope his health is well. I hope it I'm is gonna, too. I'm going to bring him on right now. Okay. I worry about him. So Lee Stranahan, but. every time he tunes in, I see all of his tie-dye. He's got a, um, he's got a lava lamp, I'm sure. <laughs> okay. He's amazing. He is amazing. He is. He okay. is the voice. So, uh, so now, now, now he's sure. hearing me. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, and let me get myself set. If it were any, anyone else, I'd be like, blah, blah, blah. I'd just be murmuring in the background, complaining <laughs> because the person didn't connect. But Lee is so important um, that he can do whatever. He can show up whenever he wants. You bet. Okay. You bet. <laughs> he can literally come on the show anytime he wants. And Lee Stranahan, if you can hear me, unmute. Just make sure you unmute. And I can send you, we got a thumbs up there. And now I'm going to send you an unmute request. And as soon as you unmute, um, click that unmute button. As soon as you unmute, just start talking. You're going to have to click the unmute button on zoom you guys just be patient here with us he's coming on he uh you know oliver stone is he's put together the best documentaries and lee has been in them okay mm -hmm. oh yes uh now oliver stone you know he does lots ukraine of stuff. on fire by the way yeah ukraine on fire most... all that good stuff but lee stranahan yeah. okay mm-hmm is literally like my uh what, what can we call him what, what do we call him he's he's like my yoda as it relates yeah, to the he's ukraine. your go-to guy uh yeah he's the one that first <laughs> mentioned the banderites and i'm like what the mm -hmm. hell are the banderites it's not like there <laughs> <laughs> he goes he's going and and uh he also hold on a second he also uh mentioned this book right here Mm -hmm. My memoirs, it's the, it's the first time ever written, Terrace Hongchak, right? Page 88, it states that uh, Roman Kupchinsky, CIA agent, uh, leading the Prologue Corporation, which is a CIA storefront, mm -hmm. running a ground game to get Nazi, um, anti-Soviet Banderites, of course, to... Um, you know, to, to, to battle against from a cold, covert propaganda and dissenter, you know, war to eventually a hot war. This is back in the late 80s. Sitting down with George Soros, forming the International Renaissance Foundation that the entire world is still suffering from. Uh, George Soros' Open Societies Foundation, of course, operating as the Trojan horse, the Jew on the outside, but the Nazi supporter on the inside. These are facts. These are absolute facts. You cannot deny it. And hold on a second, Lee. Right before I bring him on screen, he's getting ready. You ready? Watch this. He's going to be proud of me. I'm trying to impress him. <laughs> yes, you I'm are. I'm impressed, Pete. Yeah, yeah, hold on. And then I pulled from the CIA. I've never seen that book before, by the way. Hold on a second. Check this out. So then I pulled from the CIA's own documentation from the Nazi War Crimes Disclosure Act, an oh. entire history dating all the way back to the 50s that show 
how the CIA initially, you know, right when they took on their first task, and that is to bring all the Nazis, you know, through Operation Paperclip mm -hmm. from World War II, uh, get them assigned in high levels of government, and then struggling with whether or not, you know, morally they should be supporting the entire Nazi war movement since 1947. Um, but but they solidified it and became addicted to it because they were anti-Soviet at the time, and we haven't broken our addiction. We have not only not broken our addiction, we have become the Nazis. We, have, we are literally the Nazis mm. that we ever feared for many decades. Lee Stranahan, I have not stopped Lee Stranahan digging into everything that you and I have ever spoken of. Yeah, like I say, I've never seen Tara Sunzak's book before, physically. Oh. So I'm very impressed by that, Pete. Oh my goodness. Lee, everything, I literally refer back uh, to your clips uh, all the time. I play them back. I say, this is the first time that I was ever, you know, made aware. Um, as a matter of fact, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you an opportunity here. You ready? You can put us both on the screen this way. There you go. Center yourself up that way. Hey, how's your health, first of all? How you doing? Uh, overall, okay, I think. Good. I want yeah. you. I want you to be good. Uh, so I've been pr producing my radio show, The Backstory. I'm not on the air anymore. Your voice sounds it's, great too, by the way. Huh. Th thank you. Yeah. And that's part of the problem, Pete. Is I used to have a, a basically, you know, plug and play setup to go on air. And I don't need to go on air anymore, so I don't. Oh, you don't? So sorry about don't, don't Don't ever apologize. Here, here's the deal. Everything that you've taught me and um, everything that you, you've been warning, you know, the public about, um, we're, we're past warning phase now. Now we, we're literally settling into uh, us, uh, I guess, openly uh, becoming a Nazi uh, movement, a global Nazi movement, and not just enabler, we are. Well, are we I think look at an example of that as what's going on in Canada right now. Yeah. Trudeau, have you seen Trudeau twisting himself in knots, trying to deny what is, he eventually has to admit? No, what, uh, uh, share, share it with me. What did, what did he, what did so he deny? So up in Canada, mm -hmm. they honored a veteran mm -hmm. in Parliament Oh, right. And yes. Is? And we have that, too, by the way. Yeah. What's that? We, we have that. Yeah. And uh, uh, this 93-year-old veteran had bravely fought against the Russians in World War II. Mm -hmm. Well, who fought against the Russians in World War II? Let's think about that. Oh, the, the Nazis. That's right. So this guy was a Nazi. Yes. And he got two standing ovations in the Canadian Parliament. Nazi war criminal. Um Right. right. Hey, can I mention something about this? Because uh, they got caught, you know, celebrating uh, and honoring a Nazi war criminal. And then the apology that came shortly thereafter because they got right. caught. You cannot apologize. You cannot apologize for this right here. The UK, Canada, the United States, we've been actively, oh, and uh, also through Operation Gladio, right? Uh, uh, in Europe, we we spun up all of those those Nazis that 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 fled uh, Nazi Germany. You can't apologize for decades of literally enabling the Nazi uh, movement worldwide, can you? Well, not only enabling, I would say incubating. Yes, the, Nazi, the Ukrainian Nazis would not exist today 
if we're not for the CIA backing. Period. I'll say that. Do you agree, Pete? You study this a lot. I think it's true. Yeah, I, you know, have you dug into the CIA's uh, through the Nazi War Crimes Disclosure Act? Have you dug into those documents? They're all unredacted, all sources, methods, everything. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Yeah, but well, see, I had to go back to those because I started finding them every time you'd mention, uh, you know, the Banderites, and, and I'm going back, uh, and I said, holy cow, this is right out in the open after World War II. Congress said, well, you know, we, we need to, we need to see who these Nazis are and where they are. But the CIA was forced to disclose everything. They, they, they disclosed all of their code names uh, of their operatives and their, their contacts. It's all out in the open, right out in the open, right in front of our face. We're talking and, decades. And of course, this all leads back to Christina Freeland, actually. Because mm -hmm. Michael Chomiak, Christina Freeland's grandfather, okay? Mm-hmm who published the Christy Vitsi uh, newspaper in Poland, in Krakow, Poland. Mm -hmm. There was a Nazi anti-Jewish paper. Mm -hmm. He's related to this guy. Uh, the guy who created the 14th Galician Division, mm -hmm. the Waffen-SS. Yeah, wa yeah, right. The Waffen-SS, that, that's the guy in, uh, that, that he was a member of the Waffen, right? Right, the Waffen-SS. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's a Nazi division of Ukrainians. Right, I mean, right. And it's it's what it was. I mean, I don't know what to say it. Factually, that was that. Everyone knew that. But Ukrainians are in denial about this stuff. They l literally will get rained on and say it's a sunny day. As far as this stuff goes. Well, well uh, hold on a second. Can, we, can I phrase it this way and you tell me if this is true? Because they have been for so many decades subjected to Nazi war propaganda, right? I mean, it's Nazi war propaganda is to say that the Nazis don't exist. Right. Exactly. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. It's exactly right. Right. The first job of Nazi propaganda is to deny that Nazi propaganda exists. Mm-hmm. So, so Lee... Lee, there, there can be no doubt. I'm going to use the two front faces, and I believe that they're Trojan horses. We've got this Zelensky. He's a Jew, right? That's the Trojan horse wrapping this, this Nazi leadership, right? And fueling wait, it wait, and wait, funding wait, wait, wait. it. Pete, Pete, what? Pete, so you're saying Zelensky, an actor, is possibly a front? <laughs> right. I mean, how how could it be I mean, that a think Jew? About how how blatant is? Yeah, how they, could it be that a Jew is leading? Is how could it be that the Jew is leading the Nazis? How could that be? He's an actor. He is an actor, and it's a Trojan horse. Same thing with George Soros, the Jew who helped the Nazis round up the Jews. That's the Trojan horse once again. The messaging in that we've been seeing it for years, because a few years ago, conservatives found. Uh, uh, the clip of Soros on 60 Minutes talking about as a child helping the Nazis. And the disturbing thing about the clip, anyone who's seen it, is his complete lack of any feeling bad at all. He, he's like a machine. He doesn't care. Mm -hmm. Right? That's and right. And so when they started talking about that on the right, people like Glenn Beck, uh, there was a reaction, and I could see it. 
reaction was an argument, basically. Any attack on Soros is anti-Semitic. And, and again, um, that Trojan horse, uh, right? Right, uh, right? Right. Right. It's it's and, it's like um, uh, when uh, you know when we criticize same, same methodology with uh, uh, with global Islamic terrorists. You know, uh, how do you how do you allow global Islamic terrorism, female mutilation, Sharia well, law? Well, think you, about you, it. You wrap it in the Islam. Term is, the term is Islamophobia. Okay, mm -hmm. think about it. Mm -hmm. What is that term from? Islamophobia. What did they take it from? I don't know. Mm -mm. The gay rights movement. The gay rights movement. Well, think about homophobia. Oh, that's right, right. right. Mm -hmm. Islamophobia is a kind of, I won't say pun, but kind of plan words on homophobia. Okay? Mm -hmm. So would you think a Muslim would think of that? Let's use a term from the gay rights movement. A devout Muslim probably wouldn't do that. No. So mm -hmm. the, the idea obviously came from the American left. Yes. Yeah, no, that's right. Yep. And, and it was derived relatively recently, right? Since 9-11 anyway. Right. Yep. All right. No. Listen, let me, uh, let me, I'm, I'm going to, uh, we're, we got a, a little bit to talk about. How much time do you have with me? How much time can you stay with me? Uh, I, you know, how much time do you need, Pete? Okay, I just want to, I want to proceed through this naturally. I've been uh, My heart out, I got to go in one one hour, is oh. a heart out. Oh, that, that's fine. Yeah, no, we'll, we'll be out. I'll, I've got a heart out too at that time. Um, all right, I want to, I want to just kind of spin off a little bit because um, there's this entity. By the way, let me just mention the reason for a heart out because I really want to thank my work. For, for about six or seven years, I've worked at Radio Spednik. And uh, I've hosted and produced shows there. Mm -hmm. And for the past few years, since my strokes, I've been lucky enough to host shows like The Backstory. So a few weeks ago, I had some more. I had a health episode. You did. And I couldn't do the show for a few days. Mm -hmm. And my boss called me and said, Lee, we want to make a change. And uh, we want to keep you on the air. I mean... We want to keep you on the show mm -hmm. as a producer, mm -hmm. but not have you talk because it's obviously difficult for you. Yeah. And you're doing that every day. We're mm -hmm. not trying to torture you. So keep your job, you know. And so I have the same job producing a show, putting clips together, finding guests, and so on. And by the way, Rachel Blevins is hosting now. Rachel is great. She was with RT, and she lived in Moscow for about 10 months. Mm. And, and Rachel's a libertarian, basically, but she's not ideological. She's mm. not a leftist. And she's, so it's the same great topics we've had are in the show. And wow. she's had a number of interviews with J6 prisoners. And she's really doing a great job on that. So I'm very happy to be working with Rachel. And I want to thank Sputnik for allowing me to have the job and the purpose of my life that has meant so much for me. So I want to thank Sputnik and people like you, Pete, for supporting me in these tough times. Thank, thank you. No, you know what, uh, Lee, your, your work has been very, very important. I think they recognize uh, that as well. Um, so the human aspects of what they're doing is really important. And then the historical aspects, there's very few people. I mean, it, 
Um, you know, let, let's say that, and I, and I, before you came on, I said Oliver Stone at the top of the heap. He, he's done great documentary films. Um, but you are one of those voices as it relates to Ukraine, period. I mean, historically and digging into, I mean, who else is there that is dug into and really comes right out in the open and speaks factually about the Nazi movement uh, that is being suppressed, but it's very, very real. Who else well, is there? The, the one guy who's actually pretty good is the guy from Epoch Times, uh, Jeff Garner, I think. Jeff Garner? Yeah, I, I think so. I think it's the name. There's one reporter who's actually pretty, pretty good, but because he's not, you know, I'm very pro-Russian, and I got there factually. I studied, and when I looked at the facts, I'm pro-Russian, right? Not what I you know. Putin's actually more conservative than me. I'm more libertarian than Putin. But uh, you know, and and you saying pro-Russian when somebody hears that because we've been subjected to so much propaganda that has a a, a you know almost a visceral you know emotional response when you say pro-Russian like that. Uh, but if we really break down um, our analysis of Russia's conduct on the global stage um, and what they're, right. what they're dealing with, okay, um, I would say that most people, if you really looked at all the facts, you, you could call that being pro-Russia, all right? Or you could say that we are pro-humanity, -hum uh, because here's my here's my point. It is undeniable fact that in World War II, the Nazis, when they went over the border and they killed almost 30 million, I think it was upwards of 8 million military people, the remaining balance of them, 30 million Russians that to this day, they still have fresh flowers on their memorials. The people do. Forget about Putin. Forget about the right, military. Right. Forget about that. 30 million Russians were killed and people are still mourning and the flowers are fresh at their war memorials uh, and they're still mourning the loss of those people. So when for 10, 20 years, Russia says to NATO, stop your incursions, stop your incursions. We're not gonna get caught off guard next time. We're gonna be better prepared. Uh, stop your incursions. They've been very patient for decades. I don't care if you like Putin or not, they've been very patient, haven't they? Yes. And like I say, I came to it factually by having the freedom to actually look into Russia mm -hmm. and Putin. Mm -hmm. I'm a big fan. I'm, again, I think Putin is the best leader in the world. And if he, my, my so someone disagrees, name him. I Lee, think a better, Lee, I've never either. pulled any punches, okay? And I'm going to say this, and I'm not saying this to side with you because you're my guest. I've done my research, okay? And I'm looking at how they're conducting themselves. Let me let me show you something. I actually, you know who uh, Patrick uh, Lancaster is? I guess, yeah. Patrick great Lancaster. YouTuber, yeah. Great guy. He's on the other side. He's spending time. And obviously, you have to take it for what it's worth. These are, uh, you know, these are Russian troops, and they're going to propagandize themselves. You know, but there's some things that are going on there and to, to, like their overall attitude. There's some nuances there in how they're speaking. Um, they're protecting their homeland. And they always refer back to that, that in World War II, you know, they lost tens of millions of people 
and they can't afford to do that. So they volunteer, they go up to the front lines to defend the homeland. So that the same thing doesn't happen as did in World War II. You, can't, you, you cannot deny that any people would want to do that, right? So let me show you something else. You ready? I had this translated, okay? They were speaking in Russian. I didn't know what they were wow. saying, right? They were wow. speaking in Russian, and they went and they killed a bunch of uh, Ukrainians. This is footage that, that we got um, just uh, w w within the past uh, 24, 48 hours. Here it is. Ready? Watch this. Commander, over here. Hey! Hey, guys. Why did you shit here? We're fighting a little. Who are these guys? It's today. Please, we can't storm our positions. Today, the enemy again organized a local assault on our positions in Kleshchevka. Look what happened here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Eleven mobilized men brainwashed by Nazi menace propaganda. They're lying here now in their two hundreds. Pincushioned by the cauldrons, we're fighting off all the attacks. As you can see, we're killing Nazis in packs. Wow, killing not this is this is fresh off the battlefield. Yeah. Their attitude is they are killing Nazis. And they, and they even say, some of them with almost uh, a little bit of sympathy that, hey, th these are Nazis or, you know, they're suffering through this Nazi war propaganda. Now, Lee, I'm going to throw back to you. Bra um, brainwashing. This, this, yeah. yeah, this brainwashing. Uh, there is this quote-unquote meat grinder. There, there can be no doubt about it. You, you see the Ukrainian government now trying to bring in all the refugees that have fled to other countries. They now have, they're pulling women in. They've run out of bodies, okay? And they're continuously having to keep up the lie, all right, that we need to keep fueling this war. They're losing. They're, they're, when you go to the women, you're in trouble. You're in big trouble. And they want tens of billions of dollars more. It's now become nothing but a, um, a, a washing machine, a money laundering operation to send weapons over there and to send money uh, for support of Ukraine. Um, it's just to help what, run money there so they can grab uh, and skim off the top? What is it, in your opinion? Well, the money, you know, you study Operation Paperclip, okay? The thing that I think surprised me the most about Paperclip when I started really studying it was how corporate it was. You know what I'm talking about, Pete? Oh, yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. Yeah, true fascism, right? Yeah. Right. It was the, the, the uh, a number of companies had uh, labor from Auschwitz and Buchenwald and the camps. They used slave labor. Okay. Mm -hmm. And uh, these are, you know, big German companies, Volkswagen, you know. IG Farben. Right. And supporting the corporate slave labor was a big part of what Paperclip did. So just in that way now. There's so much money in the military industrial complex, right? Trillions. Yes. And so someone like Biden coming along and seeing it all and skimming off the top makes perfect sense to me mm -hmm. because there's so much money. So and the money, money comes from, again, 
bioweapons, the same things. We're doing bioweapons testing in Ukraine with Ukrainian scientists and, you know, workers. Right. The the bioweapons in Ukraine is significant. It is. There there were, and I I went to the website, I'm not going to review everything uh, that we reviewed before. The State Department, they had identified exactly where these bioweapons labs were. I've seen the treaty where the Pentagon, you know, although they belong to the Ukraine, uh, but the Pentagon was overseeing them. Uh, Why is this important? For the following reasons. The same type of the corporate uh, org chart is who's in charge of chemical weapons and vaccines, right? It's chemical companies, pharmaceutical companies. Big Pharma is at the top of the org chart in both of them. Make sense? Yeah. Guess what I discovered? Yeah. And in Germany, by the way, Mm. one of the big companies, the German companies, Big Pharma was also in that bear aspirin. For instance, bear mm-hmm. was a big part of Nazis using slave you, labor. You want me to tell you what I've discovered here recently? Is that, yeah, and the, and the slave labor, that the, the public-private partnership, as they call it, right? Or right, yeah. the military-industrial complex versus, let's say, Big Pharma. This is what I discovered through RFK Jr., as well as recent revelations uh, that they're uncovering from the CIA, okay? That at the top of the org chart when COVID happened, the very top of the org chart was recently dis- declassified. The Pentagon, the NSA, right? The Intel Services, right? Right. Um, as well as the NIH altogether funded the Wuhan lab. But guess who developed what Big Pharma had rolled out? Um, it was, in fact, military contractors developed these vaccines. They gave them to Pfizer, Johnson & Johnson. I'd say that, and, yes. Yeah, they, they gave the vaccines. They private labeled them. This is where the government and the military says, hey, we're going to use the corporate brand, right, to roll this out. Because what if the military, you know, rolled out these vaccines? No, they put... Uh, if not liability, but a level of comfort uh, upon the public with the Pfizer brand name on it. But it was a private label of a military-designed vaccine. Yes, you know, absolutely, yeah. Craziness, craziness. And this is why the big pharma says we're not liable for this. This is why they've been given um, immunity, right, Uh, from, from liability, haven't they? Uh, and then back back to the point the, the corporate the corporatization of this mass death that's being propagated around the world. Pete, give a break coming up. I won't grab a cup of coffee. Oh yeah, absolutely. I can I can take a break. You know what, Lee? I'm telling you, <laughs> I'm I'm not even joking. Um, whatever whatever you want to do at any point in time, you can show up. We can train wreck the break. We'll uh, run a live show right now. But this is. An important time. We have an important voice. Lee Stranahan's with me. When he says he needs to go get coffee, we'll let him go get coffee. Okay? Be right back, dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Everybody stay right there, you guys. Commander, over.
over here. Hey! Hey, guys. Hi, I'm Ron Paul. I know what you're thinking, another gold commercial. But don't put the TV on mute. You owe it to yourself to listen. Stock markets may be high right now, but they'll eventually fall. And when they do, your retirement savings will fall along with them. Call the experts at Gold Co. today to learn more about how easy it is to invest in gold with a gold IRA. Call 855-614-1681 or visit goldco.com forward slash Pete. Are you prepared for life's unexpected twists and turns? Lockdowns, natural disasters, power outages, or any situation that makes it tough to get your hands on a good meal. Time waits for no one, and neither do emergencies. PetePrepStore.com is the ultimate in long-term emergency food preparedness and supplies. You're not just buying food, you're buying peace of mind. Our meals are designed to be nutritious, delicious, and have a 25-year shelf life. Yes, you heard that right. 25 years. We source high-quality non-GMO ingredients and use advanced freeze-drying technology to lock in taste and nutrients. Forget last-minute runs to the grocery store. Pete Prep Store is a click away and delivers right to your doorstep. Why risk the well-being of you and your loved ones? With Pete Prep Store, you're always prepared. Make the smart choice today. Visit PetePrepStore.com and place your order today. This isn't just food. It's your lifeline in times of crisis. Don't wait for an emergency to prepare. Be proactive. PetePrepStore.com. Be prepared. Be secure. Be ready. Always. Cardio Miracle is the finest and most comprehensive nitric oxide and vitamin D supplement in the world. Made from the highest quality ingredients, Cardio Miracle is driven and backed by science and committed to your health and well-being. Get your 60-day, no-risk, money-back guarantee now at CardioMiracle.com. Introducing the Portal Universe only on QUX. This is America's first super app. Easily build your portal, share and monetize video content, live stream, products, music apps, and more. Engage in live chats and private video messaging. This isn't just a TV box or streaming device. This is your social television console. Become a merchant without any setup or monthly fees. Buy and sell using QDUX tokens for private and secure encrypted transactions. You control the ads you watch. You control the content you see. You have easy access to products and services you want, all at the press of a button. QUX brings people together, enhances fellowship, community, and networking capabilities, while protecting privacy like never before. Don't wait. Go to QUX.TV right now and order your QUX TV box today using promo code PETE. Be part of a new digital frontier. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm here to tell you about my new product from MyPillow, towels that actually work. Watch this absorbency test. Here's another towel that we randomly went out and bought. Here's one of my towels with a nice design. I don't know if you can see this, but you could line a swimming pool with this. This is crazy. Get rid of it. Towels that actually work. 
The new MyPillow towels are exclusively made with 100% USA combed cotton with proprietary technology and with maximum absorbency. They dry you faster and are guaranteed to work. I'm interrupting this commercial right now. Retailers have canceled MyPillow. And to thank you for all your support, I'm going to pass the savings directly on to you. Go to MyPillow.com to get deep discounts on all MyPillow products. For example, you get my dog beds for as low as $19.99 or for a limited time you can get my six piece towel sets regularly $109.99 now only $39.99 the lowest price ever with your promo code banks are supposed to be the safest placeholders for cash in the world but in 2022 that changed the federal reserve pulled out 2.5 trillion of liquidity out of the banks and the fed also changed the requirements so banks don't need to keep any funds on hand this means banks are starved for liquidity and have now become very dangerous places to hold your assets. Get out of the system with the world's safest and most private assets, silver and gold. Call Kirk Elliott, Ph.D. at 720-605-3900. Be sure to tell him Pete Santilli sent you. My good friend, Lee Stranahan, uh, I'm going to say something to you. Ready? Sure. Uh, when you and I first got started getting together, exposing some really hardcore truth that the world was not exposed to. Um, you know, uh, I have to conspiracy theorize here, okay? At what point did you start uh, suffering uh, illness, strokes, and all that stuff. A. Well, uh, B. Have you ever conspiracy theorized to think that the other side, which is the intel services, that doesn't want you being at the leading edge of exposing them, um, are have they been known to do things like that, attacking people and affecting them? From I mean, we, it's happened over over time. Do you mind me conspiracy theorizing about that? Well, uh, you know, the stress causes health problems and there's no doubt that they've done a lot of things to cause a lot of people stress mm. intentionally yes sir so i mean y y that's obvious i mean yeah i just wanted to touch on that and, I, and i'll always uh, believe that but um uh, you know we surge on and i i, I appreciate and you, you sound like you're doing well and i'm glad sputnik um i kept you now let's uh continue on here so George Soros operates right out in the open. He has literally, since that time when um, Roman Kopchinsky sat down with him, they, they spun up the International Renaissance Foundation since the late 80s. How many media operations, propaganda outlets has George Soros uh, funded uh, to put out propaganda? You know, you look at um, uh, the CIA's Operation Mockingbird. They they rely and they openly say that they rely very heavily on book propaganda, so on and so forth. It's just straight up pro-law corporation uh, um, agenda, right? How many media operations does George Soros control worldwide? Well, uh, International Renaissance is a Ukrainian operation. 
that that book uh, outlines how it started. Mm-hmm. It's right there in print. Right in uh, print. Mm-hmm. Was an incubator for mm-hmm. other NGOs in Ukraine. So basically, Andrew Telzengo told me Soros is in everything. Mm-hmm. Teloshenko told you that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. he sees it, you know. Yeah. yeah. So okay. uh, now, now Biden. It's, 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 I'll give you an example. It's kind of like if you say, if someone says, you know, I'm worried about corporatism, so I'm not going to support BlackRock. And they say, I didn't buy anything BlackRock today. And you say, did you go to Walmart? And they went, yeah. And then you said that BlackRock. BlackRock. Everything. You, you, you know, yeah, you have a Coke? Yep. Okay, BlackRock. It, it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. Makes sense? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So sources, international renaissance is everywhere in that sense. He gives money to everyone. So, you know, from sports teams mm. to political parties, yeah, the money goes out. Yes. And he finances the CIA, because the CIA, when you read their documentation, you know, they, uh, they talk about their cover, their means of generating revenue and so on and so forth, and the resources that they use uh, as a, as a right. front to operate covertly. And they're financing to get it done, to get these big operations done. George Soros is that person. Period. And the thing that's happening in Canada right now is interesting mm-hmm. because they can't admit it. They cannot admit that Ukrainians were Nazis. Because if they do, the entire, it's absurd to say Ukrainians are Nazis, thing dissolves. They can't. Remember, there's, there's too the much argument, money in it, isn't there? What's that? There's too much money. Their, their entire money laundering operation collapses. There would be no support for spend, sending billions of dollars more, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars more to, you know, Ukraine aid, you know, for Ukraine aid, right? It's a, it's a real threat to the military industrial complex. And, uh, you know, when you look back at the history of the U.S. supporting actual Nazis, who do you find everywhere? Alan Dulles, right? Mm. Am I right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Dulles mm. was a big part of Operation Sunrise, another pro-Nazi operation, then went on to the CIA, then had the, the Warren Commission effectively. Mm-hmm. I mean, he wasn't officially, Warren was the head of it, but yeah. he did run it. Right. Mm-hmm. And Dulles was part of the CIA cover-up of JFK's assassination. assassination. Are, uh, can I ask you something? Are the two linked? Uh, you think that the whole, like from 47, they brought the Nazi scientists over in Operation Paperclip, right? That was their first, one. Their, their first charter was to, uh, right. when, when the CIA was founded. Um, the CIA was involved in the assassination of JFK, right? Um, yeah. The Nazi thing have anything to do with the assassination of JFK, do you think? I think so. It yeah. look, it's the same. It's the same people, and it's you know. Uh, if you read the book uh, J- JFK and the Unspeakable, mm-hmm. it's a great book, and it makes the case that JFK was pursuing peace and ending the military-industrial complex. Mm-hmm. 
And of course, all starts the film JFK with Eisenhower's speech about the military industrial complex. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, what is military industrial complex? Well, part of that is the CIA. Mm. You follow me? Yeah. So, surprising that Nazis would promote war. <laughs> so shocking. Yes. All right. Here's why I want, we, we have, uh, as a matter of fact, we'll, we'll spend 10 minutes together, uh, if you don't mind, 10 minutes, but I want to get but your, that'd be great. Yeah. is that good? I want to get your, um, I want to get your, your overall analysis because of the truth that the Nazi, the Nazis in Ukraine, period, the Nazi yeah. regime that's there is getting obliterated. And I mean, yes. and do you agree with that? Obliterated. Every report I've seen that's honest, look, they admit it often. They just say, it's not going as fast as we want. Okay. It's not going anywhere. No. They, there are multiple lines of defense, right? Yeah. Like seven of them. Okay. The Ukrainians have not gotten to the first one. In many cases, they've not gotten to the first one. Not through, but two. Yeah. That's pretty bad, Pete. Now, all of these foreign mercenaries that went out there, they were making money, right? They, they, they were money motivated, and they're war fighters, of course. Um, they've pulled up stakes and left and said, we're done. That's it. I mean, it's just gotten yeah. so far out of control. Um, A, why do you think the, Ru- the Russians are really, really strong? Is it... Is it technology that they use? Because there's some technological things going on out there um, that, are, that are not as out in the open. Is it technology? Uh, is it troop movements? And, you know, because they, they don't have the war experience that we have over decades. How could they be kicking the crap out of them? Because the U.S. is, this is a proxy war, obviously, right? Yeah. Russia has been developing militarily and the economy. Uh, Look, the U.S. has been obvious what the U.S. is doing to Russia for a long, long time. So Putin's been preparing. Mm-hmm. Okay, one thing they're very good at that's affected this current situation is electronic warfare. So, for instance, Ukraine has tried to send all these drones into Russia. Yes, almost none of them have gone through. And that's just Russians are very good at electronic warfare. Uh-huh. So they've been fighting a modern military oh, and yeah. they've been building a modern military as opposed to building a diverse social justice military makes sense yeah 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 our, our woke tardiness has certainly impacted us where does this thing go and that's what where i want to get your your commentary where, where does it go can, can nato stand back and just say oh well you know blah, blah, blah. Uh, we, we lost a lot of people, a lot of special forces operators in, a, in the quote-unquote meat grinder, because we have. We have. That's a fact. Um, what does NATO do? Do, do, do we not stop? Because these are neocons over on the left side of the spectrum now. Are they not? They're warmongers. Yeah. No, where, where this goes is where it's... Look, 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 have you ever been in a car in an icy road that starts to skid, mm-hmm. right? And you, you're go, kind of going sideways down the road. Yeah. And you know you're going sideways down the road, but you can't do anything. You can steer all you want. Makes no difference. Right. Been, been there, Pete? 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So when that's happening, the car is drifting towards, let's say, another car. All you can do is watch. Look where this is drifting. Look where this is going. Yes. More and more people figure this stuff out. People who might have thought it was absurd to say Ukrainian Nazis are now going, oh, yeah. So you're saying that, right? Yes. It's not going as fast as I want, but I'm saying the truth is getting out. Look at Tucker. Tucker, I think, is very close to interviewing Putin. He obviously wants to. They blocked him, didn't they? R right, yes. And they blocked him in sneaky ways. The NSA was spying on him. Were they? No, he said that. Hmm. A friend of his uh, told him to want to interview Putin, and Tucker hadn't talked to anybody about it. Hmm. But he, he put some feelers out through email. Mm -hmm. And uh, they knew about it. But he, he's interviewed Orban, for instance. Yeah. And I see that he wants, and of course, why, why, why wouldn't he, right? Right. It makes perfect sense. You, you know, I mean, yeah. I don't like Biden, but if I could interview him, I'd jump at it. Make, make, make sense, Pete? Mm -hmm. If Biden called up and said, Pete, can I come on the show? You don't like him, but you'd go, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Bring him on. It wouldn't go well for him, but sure. Right. Yeah. And so, uh, so. And Tucker's so not afraid of Putin, right? It's not, it's right. not like he would go there and throw softball questions at him. I don't know. And, and, and Putin's not afraid of him. No. I mean, Putin's, look, the reason this is working is because the truth is on Russia's side here. Mm -hmm. In fact, the U.S. was collaborating with Nazis and still is, and in Ukraine, and you're right, it's all in the CIA files. It's all there. So actually, it's this stuff is not up for debate. It's not. Do you think the truth will, well, oh no, hold on a second. We don't know what's going on because of, it's. we've become almost like North Korea. You know how they're isolated from the internet. They only believe in their Kim Jong, whatever. We, we've literally been sheltered. Uh, it's it's even difficult now to get international news, truthful yeah. news about what's going on. And that's kind of why I made that car, you know, skidding on ice analogy. At a certain point, when your car's skidding on ice, you go, looks like I'm going to hit that car, and that's going to be bad. And you, you're just thinking that as a, your approach. So everybody's seeing what's coming. They're not able to hide stuff anymore. Their 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 stuff on the economy is not working. Mm -hmm. The Fed doesn't know what to do. Inflation is bad. Look at Biden's poll numbers. Bidenomics has not fooled anybody. No. And so, you know, it's going to be bad. Where's it heading? Um, more dead Ukrainians more dead Russians as well. And mm -hmm. it looks like they want to put not just a proxy war, a fighting war of the U.S. versus Russia. And I think that could be where it's heading, Pete. I you mean, think, you think so? A direct confrontation between the U.S. and Russia? 
I mean, I'll put it like this. I don't like it, but like looking out the window of a car. I yeah. may not like it, but that's what I see coming. So how, you know, and you know in that situation, sometimes a miracle happens. Like for some reason, the car slows down or whatever. Yeah, right. Those miracles do happen, but, you know, that's why the miracles, they don't happen often. Right. Sometimes you stop the sliding, and sometimes you don't. So right. it's, a, it's a toss up. So you, you, uh, do, do you believe that, um, that Russia and Putin will continue to be measured uh, as they always have been? Or it could, boom, just change dramatically? Is he? Well, I, I think the way reserves? you asked the question was uh, very good, and it actually contains my answer. Do I think they will continue to act like they have? Yes. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. In other words, past behavior is often an indicator. People can, you know, act differently, but yeah. th they don't do it often. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Okay, Lee, um, you're still on Twitter, right? Peck, yeah, on still Twitter. on X. Yeah. Yeah. On, on X, that's right. Yep. Um, uh, good good to see that your health is doing fine stay as strong as you can good uh, uh, I mean what what do you give us marching orders as we close out here uh, what do we tune into um, Sputnik is uh, is are they still able to to break through the wall like RT for instance uh, there's no yeah, more the, RT America the backstory they... is look you know I like the backstory Rachel Williams is doing a great, great job and she's still at RT, by the way. She still does stuff for RT. Uh -huh. So she's a great journalist and very fair. And Rick, we had Enrique Terra's mom on the show, okay? And you've done a lot of interviews, Pete. Enrique's mom at the end said to Rachel, I've done a lot of interviews. This is very fair. Mm -hmm. And Pete, Pete, you know what high praise that is. It used to be minimal standard. Mm -hmm. You know, you expect fair mm -hmm. but nowadays do you expect fair oh it's a it's it's, it's almost like a you know it, it, the info war is almost feels kinetic <laughs> you know indeed yeah doesn't it so yeah so so i i like the backstory and so, so you know i'm producing the show and i throw racial questions you know i'm i'm talking to her you know how it is. I talked to her throughout the show, mm -hmm. but Rachel's doing a great job. And I could be back at some point. I'm going to be starting speech therapy pretty soon. So uh, Good. we'll uh, see. Stay uh, stay close to us. Uh, and then, we'll of course, you know, if uh, news warrants and news breaks and uh, we, we have to, you know, analyze it, make sense of what's happening, uh, I couldn't think of a better person to have on. So. Uh, if you can make yourself available, that'd be great. Thanks for coming on today, though. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Pete. Okay. Thank you. Um, thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, it's, um, it's an important, important time. Where does this thing go? Where does it go? A um, lot of uncertainty. Uh, and I love the analogy. It's a, it's a, it's a car. We're... <laughs> We've got full momentum sliding on the ice.
Sometimes a miracle happens and you don't slam into the tractor trailer or the guardrail or sometimes that happens. We can only hope. God bless Lee Stranahan. is about to shift. Banks are going cashless globally with the emergence of central bank digital currency, which will bring with it programmable money and the ability to turn on or off your purchasing power based on your digital social profile. It's like the equivalent of spyware in your bank account. You need to get out of the system with the world's safest and most private assets, silver and gold. Call Kirk Elliott, PhD, 720-605-3900. Be sure to tell him Pete Santilli sent you. Our American heroes love getting down and dirty, fighting for our freedoms and safety. My fellow Americans, the Hero Soap Company is a veteran-owned business with quality soaps and scrubs made in America for the benefit of our American heroes. Each bar of handmade soap is blended with a mix of essential oils, real goat's milk, saponified oils of safflower, palm and coconut, and all natural colorants. Place your order today by visiting MyHeroSoap.com for a 20% discount. And for every purchase, a portion of sales is donated to charities focused on helping veterans and first responders. Visit MyHeroSoap.com and subscribe for 20% off with promo code TEAM. Every soap purchased is matched one-to-one -one sent overseas to our troops. Go to MyHeroSoap.com and order your soaps, scrubs, and even cool Patriot gear. Support our troops. Support our first responders. Support our heroes and let freedom clean by visiting MyHeroSoap.com. I'm excited to announce that you've all made MyPillow 2.0 a huge success. And with your amazing support, we've been able to expand MyPillow's USA manufacturing and jobs. And to make room for this, we're clearing out a line of our percaled bed sheets. And to thank you, I'm bringing them to you at closeout prices. Use your promo code and you get my king size for only $39 a set. Queens, $35, Foles, $29, and twin size, just $25. I'm interrupting this commercial to let you know that we've received the last two shipments of these percale bed sheets and because of this i've been able to add more colors sizes and even prints and they're still at closeout prices so go to mypillow.com or call the number on your screen now use your promo code and you'll get my king size only 39 dollars a set queens 35 dollars full 29 dollars and twin size just 25 dollars order now once they're gone they're gone for good Introducing the Portal Universe only on QUX. This is America's first super app. Easily build your portal, share and monetize video content, live stream, products, music apps, and more. Engage in live chats and private video messaging. This isn't just a TV box or streaming device. This is your social television console. Become a merchant without any setup or monthly fees. Buy and sell using QDUX tokens for private and secure encrypted transactions. You control the ads you watch. You control the content you see. 
You have easy access to products and services you want, all at the press of a button. QUX brings people together, enhances fellowship, community, and networking capabilities, while protecting privacy like never before. Don't wait. Go to QUX.TV right now and order your QUX TV box today using promo code PETE. Be part of a new digital frontier. Are you prepared for life's unexpected twists and turns? Lockdowns, natural disasters, power outages, or any situation that makes it tough to get your hands on a good meal. Time waits for no one, and neither do emergencies. PetePrepStore.com is the ultimate in long-term emergency food preparedness and supplies. You're not just buying food, you're buying peace of mind. Our meals are designed to be nutritious, delicious, and have a 25-year shelf life. Yes, you heard that right. 25 years. We source high-quality non-GMO ingredients and use advanced freeze-drying technology to lock in taste and nutrients. Forget last-minute runs to the grocery store. Pete Prep Store is a click away and delivers right to your doorstep. Why risk the well-being of you and your loved ones? With Pete Prep Store, you're always prepared. Make the smart choice today. Visit PetePrepStore.com and place your order today. This isn't just food. It's your lifeline in times of crisis. Don't wait for an emergency to prepare. Be proactive. PetePrepStore.com. Be prepared. Be secure. Be ready. Always. Hi, I'm Ron Paul. I know what you're thinking. Another gold commercial. But don't put the TV on mute. You owe it to yourself to listen. Stock markets may be high right now, but they'll eventually fall. And when they do, your retirement savings will fall along with them. Call the experts at Gold Co. today to learn more about how easy it is to invest in gold with a gold IRA. Call 855-614-1681 or visit goldco.com forward slash Pete. Again, uh, Deb Jordan, all right? I need to say what I'm about to say with a disclaimer, all right? Mm-hmm. I am a commentator. Yes. I mean, the only thing so that I would- what are you getting ready to say? No, the, the only thing that I would involve myself in or want to inspire or, you know, you can call it an incitement, mm-hmm. is I literally will involve myself with bringing tires to the equivalent of the Maidan out mm-hmm. in front of Langley, Virginia. There's mm-hmm. no other, there's no other place mm-hmm. right, right now. So my involvement and my encouragement to do, I, I want to, to do that. I want a, a whole bunch of people there. It'd be easier to get away with burning tires out in front of Langley with a whole bunch of people there than it would be to be by myself. But let me say this now, let me back up. Mm-hmm. Ready? So I'm looking through. Now, this is just commentary. I'm not inciting anybody. I'm asking the question, isn't it amazing? Something is going on. So the CIA can assassinate our president, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. They can spin up all of these bioweapons programs. They can escort, they escorted Fauci. Imagine, imagine how powerful of an asset Fauci is to where now we're discovering that they snuck snuck him into the CIA in order for him to influence the best trained liars and deceivers in the world. Mm-hmm. Who are the CIA scientists? They cannot be compromised. They look at the facts, they bring the facts, that's it. But they brought Fauci in there to convince them to change their minds, mm, okay? Indeed. Um, 
So the Central Intelligence Agency uh, tried to persuade the agents that they discovered that it was the United States of America that essentially brought COVID to the world. It wasn't the Chinese. It wasn't. The Chinese said this in the beginning. They did. We're now discovering that that's true. Mm-hmm. And Brad Winstrup, our congressman, is at, is leading that charge. Yes. Right now exposing this. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm asking myself. He's right myself, down the street from us. I'm asking myself. The CIA is now actively involved in killing Americans. Yeah. And they're allowed to come and go in that building in Langley. Mm-hmm. They're allowed to come and go at that building at Fort Washington, Maryland. Why? Those are the targets. What I want to do is I want to see a whole bunch of people wake up. Okay. And we discover that that terrorist operation in Langley, Virginia needs to go. That those buildings, President Trump on his first day, yeah, he's got a couple of things to do, 1201, two, three. Uh, President Trump needs to bomb the freaking crap out of Langley, <laughs> okay? Launch drone strikes on it, get rid of it, mm-hmm. obliterate it. Yeah. You agree? Yeah, I think. I, 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 that's appropriate. I, I mean, think everybody's afraid to because they have so much information on everyone. I mean. You know, get get rid of them, gas them all. I, I think, you know, it's going to take a president that comes in yeah. and shuts down that institution. It needs to be destroyed. And, and fearlessly. Destroyed. Just fearlessly do it because yeah. everything that we're seeing right now, I mean, every time, uh, every time Donald Trump uh, does something positive and starts getting positive, uh, affirmation from the public or gets a win. I mean, you know, and Joe Biden gets a, you know, and they find something else, you know, criminal that Joe Biden has done. I seriously, Pete, this, they, they attack Trump. He gets another indictment or there's a big, huge headline or somebody steps forward, a new whistleblower right so um that's all cia prompted it there's no doubt about it we do it to other countries all you got to do is really study war and know how these things are done and or you know how the cia works on foreign soil is exactly how they've worked on uh this soil you know what's interesting there's headlines out there this morning um, and I haven't really jumped into it a whole lot because I haven't had much time, but there's new headlines now in mainstream media. I believe this is a headline on Vanity Fair, too, by the way, that says there is um, really good evidence now that um, that Oswald was not the, the only that Oswald was not a lone gunman that he didn't do this by himself. There's really good evidence now. You know where that comes from? Where? The Secret Service agent and with the magic bullet. Oh, yes, mm-hmm. correct. Mm-hmm. And so, it, you know, the CIA is gonna have some big issues, some big problems with that scenario because they pushed the other one so hard, right? Yes, now, but, oh, go ahead. Well, I mean, when you look, when you look at what the CIA is doing and how much garbage they have on everybody, people are scared to death. So it's gonna take a president and a military to come in 
and just shut it down and start arresting people. That's it. Mm-hmm. You know? Sure. Yeah. Fearlessly. It's, it's absolutely true. All right. Yeah. Here's uh, the best piece that Mark Dice has ever done. Mm-hmm. Right here. I haven't seen it yet, but I heard you playing it. I heard bits and pieces I of it. I turned to you. What did I say? You said this is the best thing he's ever done. So That's I'm excited to see this right the, along with everybody. The absolute uh, best right here. Pay attention. Mm-hmm. Brave and selfless actions ultimately end up stopping the bad guy. Let me, but let me rewind. The, every Hollywood story has a hero. The protagonist whose brave and selfless actions ultimately end up stopping the bad guy. But in the myth about Donald Trump being the most evil man in modern America, there hasn't been a Rosa Parks or a George Floyd type of figure for the dumbed-down masses to rally behind. So they manufactured one with Cassidy Hutchinson, an aide to Mark Meadows, who was Donald Trump's chief of staff, who you may recall was rolled out during the primetime January 6th hearing to relay the Operation Mockingbird manufactured story about how Donald Trump supposedly tried to grab the steering wheel of the presidential limo and the driver said that he wasn't going to take him to the Capitol after his speech. Of course, which is utterly ridiculous because there's a security barrier between the driver and the passenger area. Well, she's back with a brand new memoir recounting her horrifying experiences working for the Trump administration. And it is the number one best-selling book in America which means that, of course, the Democrat operatives have been buying it in bulk in order to boost it to the top, and they're going to be using it as kindling in their fireplaces this winter. And on Monday and Tuesday, yesterday, when the book came out, she has been on every major show in the entire liberal media industrial complex, and they are literally painting her as single-handedly stopping Donald Trump. She has been... On you, mm-hmm. if you had a great team, okay, mm-hmm. and you booked a couple of mainstream, right, big interviews, mm-hmm. that's great. Right. You cannot do, it doesn't matter what kind of team you have, you cannot do mm-hmm. what she did to get on that many news outlets right. in that span of time, period, and get that much praise. Well, I mean, they have groomed her for this time. Right? Oh, yeah. She's, she's been groomed for this. They've poured CIA. a lot of money into her. Oh, yeah. She's got the CIA logo on her. Uh, that's her tramp stamp. I mean, yeah. some of the most ridiculous stuff. January 6th. Now it is time for the last word with Lawrence O'Donnell. Lawrence, I know you have a very big guest coming up this evening, and I will be eagerly watching the television to hear everything you discuss with her. Uh- she is a terrible liar. They're trying to portray this woman as if she is like deep throat in the Nixon administration. She's going to finally spill the beans that will take Donald Trump down once and for all. Uh, Alex, I have two words for you. Cassidy Hutchinson. Yes. That's it. That's all you got to say. I got to go. I, I, got, I got a lot of work to do here. Get into it. Okay. I'll be watching. <laughs> Thank you, Alex. Thank Bye. You. That's the lead story. With everything that's going on in the United States, the lead story is some staff member from the Trump administration almost three years ago just talking about how terrible he is. Well, she went to the Cherry Hill Mall in New Jersey looking for something to wear. This is difficult to hear. She found a white blazer at Zara. There was no reason for anyone to notice the 25-year-old trying on that blazer. 
No one knew she was out of work, behind on her rent, had lost Wi-Fi service at her apartment because... This is an incredible and dramatic buildup, but just wait for it. Of course, she couldn't have worn any of the clothes that she had in her closet. She had to go and buy a special white blazer so that she could be portrayed as the innocent angel, the new Rosa Parks, who's saving America from Donald Trump. Because she couldn't afford it anymore? The name on the overburdened credit card she used to pay for the blazer meant nothing to anyone in that store. It would be the last time in her life that she could go shopping anywhere in America and not be recognized. Poor girl is more famous than Taylor Swift now. <laughs> she can't even leave her house. In some places cheered, in some places attacked or threatened. A week later, she combined the white blazer with her CIA Operation Mockingbird talking points, <laughs> we know. With rhinestone <laughs> earrings from Kohl's and a necklace she received 12 years earlier on her 13th birthday. And she changed the course of history. She changed the course of history. <laughs> Donald Trump would have gotten away with January 6th if it wasn't for that meddling staff. On Monday, Rachel Madcow dedicated the entire hour of her show to an interview with her to spew her prepared Operation Mockingbird talking points. It's, we're talking about a man who, at the very essence of his being, almost destroyed democracy in one day, and he wants to do it again. He wants to run for president to do it again. He's been indicted four times since January 6th. I would not have a clear conscience and be able to sleep at night if I were. If you didn't accept your million dollar book deal and accept the role as the protagonist in this dramatic story. Of course, she did The View and she's all over CNN spewing the same talking points. I think that Donald Trump is the most grave threat that we will face to our, face to our democracy in our lifetime and potentially in American history. <laughs> Oh, and by the way, I don't know if they just started doing it for this topic or if this is the first time that I'm seeing it, but you know how for years YouTube links up Wikipedia articles at the bottom of videos and they talk about certain topics to try to present the other side of the story or context because they don't want people thinking for themselves. And occasionally those info boxes will be linked up on mainstream channels as well. And so now the first time I'm seeing it for this topic, they have the context box about January 6th. Of course, can't let people be thinking for themselves about that. Gotta portray the official narrative through Wikipedia. And you know how I'm always talking about Operation Mockingbird, right? For years, for 18 years to be exact, since 2005, before YouTube, before social media, back when I was a radio host on GCN. That's the online network that syndicated or may still syndicate, I'm not sure, Alex Jones radio show. That's how long I've been talking about Operation Mockingbird. But of course, the hosts at The Blaze and at PragerU and at The Daily Wire and on Fox News and on Newsmax still won't talk about it. So I guess it's just up to me, a guy in a kitchen on a laptop who, by the way, I do actually have a bachelor's degree in communication from California State University. But nobody cares what my credentials are to read directly from the Church Committee report, which was published exposing Operation Mockingbird back in the 1970s on page 192 and 193 in the subsection on books and publishing houses, where it reveals that 
Covert propaganda is the hidden exercise of the power of persuasion. In the world of covert propaganda, book publishing activities have a special place. In 1961, the chief of the CIA's covert action staff, who had responsibility for the covert propaganda program, wrote, Books differ from all other propaganda media, primarily because one single book can significantly change the reader's attitude and action to an extent unmatched by the impact of any other single medium. This is, of course, not true of all books at all times and with all readers, but it is true significantly often enough to make books the most important weapon of strategic long-term propaganda. You didn't think that Operation Mockingbird only manipulated television news and newspapers <laughs> and social media, did you? Of course, they're involved in the book publishing industry, where the Church Committee report goes on to say that according to the chief of the covert action staff, the CIA's clandestine handling of book publishing and distribution could, A, get books published or distributed without revealing any U.S. influence by covertly subsidizing publications or booksellers, B, get books published, which should not be contaminated by any overt tie-in with the U.S. government, especially if the position of the author is delicate. C. Get books published for operational reasons, regardless of commercial viability. <laughs> of course, they don't expect or care to make any money. They just want them printed and publicized for the propaganda. Initiate and subsidize indigenous, national, or international organizations for book publishing or distributing purposes, stimulate the writing of politically significant books by unknown authors. Of course, the report and the entire church committee was only a limited hangout. They tried to portray this as if they were only doing this in foreign media outlets. Of course, they would never do this in the United States, either by directly subsidizing the author if covert contact is feasible or indirectly through literary agents or publishers. Well over a thousand books were produced, subsidized, or sponsored by the CIA before the end of 1967. So just imagine what they've done since then. Approximately 25% of them were written in English. Many of them were published by cultural organizations which the CIA backed. And more often than not, the author was unaware of CIA subsidization. So this is how things like this happen. Another conspiracy fact, because there is no way without people pulling the strings behind the scenes and artificially boosting Cassidy Hutchinson into the spotlight, into the top of the bestseller list, that she would sell more than a hundred copies. Of course, the only way for my new book, which is a secret release and a secret title coming out in about a month and a half before Thanksgiving, to get up to number one is if about 2% of you watching buy the book. Contrary to popular belief, you don't need to sell 100,000 or 50,000 books to get up to number one on Amazon. All you need to do is sell about five to 7,000 books within a 24 hour period. So my videos average maybe a quarter million viewers per video. So if just about 3% of you watching buy the book the day that it comes out, we can get it to number one. At the end of 2020. Mm. <laughs> Great piece. You just yeah, read. very. Now remember, I mentioned yeah. Prologue Corporation, mm -hmm. right? CIA operation. Uh, Lee Stranahan and I were talking about that straight out of Operation Mockingbird, right? right? Yeah. All right. Uh, we'll be back this evening tonight. By the way, tonight I'm filling in for Jeremy Harrell as well. Oh, okay. okay. There you go.
Uh, so I'll be doing Jeremy. Afternoon. I'm going to have a busy afternoon. That's mm -hmm. right, you guys. So uh, tune into us. Uh, great way to support us. Um, by the way, uh, go to our X channel. You can get a free month. Locals is offering that right now. They actually gave it to me. You can get a free month on Locals for trying us out. Go to our Twitter channel. I'm going to have the link pinned up to the top. Uh, you can click that and come over and try our backstage VIP access. Great way to support us. Great way to join us and see what happens in between shows with our production schedule. So we'll see you this afternoon at 3.30, starting at 3.30 this afternoon, Eastern Time. All right. Bye, everybody.